I don't see like Doctor Spleen Squeezer. You know, like I don't. You know, the surgery <laughs> I would watch that's that. Because you're not supposed to squeeze your spleen, Aaron. Oh, is that why? Oh, okay, anyway. all right, fair enough. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSin. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. We're in the same room. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. And we are also joined in the same room today by Chris Atkinson, one of the A team, <laughs> hanging out with us. Oh, wait, here comes a horse. <laughs> to be fair, we invaded his home. Right, right. So, it is. It is. We, weird. I think I've said this, but but it's it's weird hosting a podcast with Chris in the room, sitting in the seat where he usually hosts Sincast from. Mm-hmm. It's and, weird for uh, him too. It um, is. Yeah, it was very weird. You guys invaded my space. <laughs> we didn't tell him we were coming. I, I was I was in bed and I heard the door, and then you know I answered in my underwear, and now here I am. He's still in his underwear. Still in my underwear. It's, and so. my first question was like, "Where's the snack room?" Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm like, like, "Get mm-hmm. out." Yeah. My first question was SpongeBob undies. Like, yeah, really? like, yeah. Well, they're so comfy. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't know they made them that size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. adult size, not uh, your yeah. backpedal there, <laughs> buddy. Your well, boss is was, in the I mean, room. I know. I immediately thought of uh, underoos when you said that, and I was like, then I was thinking, do they make adult underoos? Because that would be oh, awesome. I'm is, sure, 100 percent they make adult. That's underoos. like kids on like little boy underwear. I guess maybe they have little girl underwear too. They did. They have yeah. Wonder Woman, but underoos. they have like, but they usually have like superheroes on them and stuff, and, uh, or just cartoon characters. Sounds too creepy. I was a kid when these came out. Yeah, and yeah. I recognized that they had, you know, Wonder Woman kid underoos. So it's not like I'm watching underoos. You are so spare time. worried about being canceled. But they used Listen, to have. I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if they. Re- I assume they still exist. But I know they used to have commercials and everything. It'd be like oh, during yeah. your Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, kids running around in their underwear. Yeah, yeah. superhero Rose. underwear. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, hi Chris. Of- hey, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, thank you for your uh, your hospitality yes. and letting us record thank together you. in this room. We're excited to do it. I think it's the second time uh, that we have recorded together on uh, Behind the Sins, and it's always a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to going through all the fun stuff today. You guys ready to get into it? Should I be worried that underroos.com requires a password to enter? <laughs> yes. Okay. 100%. Right. That, that might not be the same underroos we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do the Sinside Scoop. What's he building in We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff in general. We'll kick it off with some TV sins. Uh, last week started off with SpongeBob SquarePants. The episode was rock bottom. Oh, my God. And you you people still love SpongeBob. Like, right? That is a thing. People dig SpongeBob. If you go on Twitter and there's any sort of thing trending, you will see five or six SpongeBob memes show up. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it is for, I think, a generation of people who may be slightly younger than us yeah they're simpsons that's what i was gonna say because we're we're a little me you and aaron we're a little too old for it (laughs) that's not okay (laughs) simpsons is so smart spongebob doesn't seem like intelligent in any way does it Simpsons is more adult too yeah but some of the things i've seen on spongebob i I mean it's not completely maybe i haven't watched it enough i I, I, look i am no spongebob expert i haven't watched (laughs) you know i have you know but i i do believe that it is for some people their simpsons but we're but we're a little too old for it like it it didn't it didn't hit us at the right time it's kind of like power rangers yeah it came out in the mid to late 90s i believe so somewhere around there yeah uh so and my daughter was never into it were your sons into it 
No, no. So, it, yeah, it, my daughter never. See, watched that's the other it. part. It, it it not only missed me, it missed my kids. You know, it was right in between us uh, in some way. So no, they don't they don't dig SpongeBob really at all. I remember when they were really young, they used to ask if they could watch it, and it was just kind of one of those things where there's plenty of other stuff to watch. So I know, liked 1999. it. Yep. I liked it because it was super random and funny and weird and it didn't have to make sense and I feel like a lot of the other cartoons there was like all these really intense storylines and it was very character driven and, and Spongebob was like this is it's it's like a Looney Tunes it's I mean it reminds silliness. me when is this in regards to Ren and Stimpy because it reminds oh, yeah. me a lot Ren and of Ren Stimpy and... was early 90s yeah because I was like I was not an adult when Ren and Stimpy yeah I, I, I watched Ren and Stimpy yeah. okay so that was first yeah and then Spongebob came after yeah okay they seem a little similar to me well no Ren and Stimpy to me is is more disgusting okay and gross yeah. and, and spongebob well, isn't. and ren and stimpy was was more adult Dark. driven yeah i mean it was it had a lot of like crazy stuff in it like yeah. you wouldn't just plop your five-year-old in no, front no, of no. Ren and, stimpy. Well, and if you did there's there's ramifications for that like i remember watching ren and stimpy going and you know how it, the cart the 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 way that it was drawn it would like zoom in on maybe like their gum line and it was just like holy teeth and and tartar and disease yeah. or would go to their boogers and it was just like this that, super boogery land. It was all crusty and gross. And so it was just... So we're going on vacation this that, year. Super uh, boogery land. Oh, yeah. okay. that uh, John Crick Falusi uh, style of animation. He did... Uh, there was another one that did that. Was it... Because it was there was Ren and Stimpy, and then there was another one that did that same style where it would like yeah, zoom in. Yeah, I know what you're be... talking about, but I don't remember the I don't I remember what it was. It's really interesting. '99 uh, was also Futurama and Family Guy. Yeah, that's an interesting year for uh, animated yeah. on, on on different levels. It's Nobody a, cared about Futurama when it came out. That's true. And South, I did South I Park. Say I did South Park was only two years earlier. South yeah. Park was '97. So this is kind of that's where Powerpuff Girls was '98. You had Arthur. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls was fun too. You know, then you're you're getting female leads. They're still adorable and cute, but they're you know kicking butt. And it was like it was just a fun way to look at superheroes. I really like that cartoon. Yeah, my era. my wife my wife watched Powerpuff Girls as an adult. I mean, she still will watch it if yeah. she finds it comes yeah. across. Wait, it. is it Powerpuff or Powderpuff? Powerpuff. Oh, I've always said Powderpuff. Well, that's probably why they want you to. Do Man, that. first Snuffleupagus and now Powderpuff. Like, Are you feeling okay? I'm Dexter's I'm, Lab. When was that? that oh was, yeah, that was a fun one. That just I that was I think around the same time too. It was like '96, I believe, is what. But it SpongeBob said. was more just that. like everything was goofy 96. and silly. Mm-hmm. Like you're under the water, and then and then they're flipping burgers, and you know nothing nothing makes sense when you think about it too much. And that was really fun, just the lightheartedness of it. And I should mention, I haven't mentioned it. It is a uh, uh, Hughes. Dicer script, so today and I wrote on this, uh, and yeah, I think in, as far as the process of sinning this one, you just had to embrace the fact that the sin, the sins, really didn't mean anything in this one because obviously this is a silly yeah. show that physics are not even considered, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And so we did have several of those sins where it was like, uh, you know, how yeah. is this plug there? Like this has electricity, right? This and is made like, of metal. And before you say this is, you know, a cartoon and it's not supposed to, well, you know, I've got a job to do, kind of thing. You it know, it's like a, why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of like saying that in scripts sometimes because, you know, uh, you can't you can't play to the negative comments because right. then that's not fun. But in this one in particular, reading the comments, people, I don't think that they were like triggered by us sending it, but they're like, you don't understand how this is supposed to be silly. It's like, no, no, no. I think we made it very clear we, we understand that. And that's that. what yeah. is in this, like it's there at the beginning. Some or, people, it doesn't matter though. It yeah. doesn't matter yeah. if you acknowledge. Yep. Because they're like, I understand that you acknowledge this, but, but here's 
here's the thing that you said already, but I'm going to repeat what you said in the acknowledgement. I just kind of always feel like we just do our best. Because, like, there's always, I mean, in this day and age, yeah, as long as we're having fun, you know, because in this day and age, there's always going to be someone that's going to have a different complaint. It's so interesting, though, because, like, for example, My Hero Academia or another one we've done recently where the audience was, oh, Steven Universe, the first Steven Universe. The audience was like, they're like, this is so fun. Thank you for doing this. Had a great time. And then, like, you put SpongeBob out and it's like, Triggered, you know. <laughs> did you? So did you have a? I haven't. I haven't actually looked at uh, comments on SpongeBob and everything. So do you have a more negative experience with SpongeBob, like, or did you, or did people generally like it? Oh, in general, it's it's. What's funny is we've talked about this before. Yeah, in general, in general it's like ninety to ninety-five percent of the comments are positive. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. it's that five percent of negative ones that oh, creators always zoom in on. Look, and, everybody. Yeah, everybody does that. Where where it's like you'll see a hundred great comments in a row, and then somebody will be like. Eh, not my cup of tea and that's the one that you're like why couldn't i reach you <laughs> the, right. the ones that make me nervous is when the comment section that it's overwhelming pointing things out that like i didn't get right in my research or something you're like oh, right. dang it everyone like they're all gonna hone in on that one but what about the other stuff that you like <laughs> but then another uh, thing that we talk about too is only the really small percentage of people actually comment on videos right like, mm-hmm. like there's and and if you look at the likes versus dislikes you know we consistently have just a wonderful it's usually know, 96 97 percent which is yeah, that's crazy good. high and so um but yeah i i think we had i had fun in the comment section i had fun talking about restrooms and all that stuff we'll get to that i guess yeah yeah well let's talk about the video itself uh danae and i wrote on it so jonathan you want to kind of kick us off with some thoughts about the video uh yeah i had a few things um well it was i really liked it i i've never i don't think i've ever watched an entire episode of spongebob i did watch this episode before i watched the video just because i was curious so i think this was the first and only episode i've watched all the way through i believe like it's on in doctor's offices and shit right like that's that, my thing you too. know i've never focused on it i know no. i've probably seen a few episodes i think it's weird that he wears tidy whities that's just <laughs> uh that disturbs me like i would think he would 99 i think he'd be into some boxer briefs or something but. well especially considering he's he's rectangular you yeah know? yeah like the boxers would just seem to fit better right yeah i would i would think so and it wouldn't be so gross to look at way too um, much thinking about spongebob's junk in this video <laughs> that's for sure uh I, most of it was terminology that i read I, well i the north carolina reference was uh was i got some love in the comments <laughs> no really like so many people I'm from sure Car- from the carolinas are like uh, i'm from here thank yep that happened well it was just perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when yeah. there's a line in the in the show that's like, how am I supposed to genders. know which which bathroom to go in? It's like you gotta go. Uh, sweet colonic Christ was a <laughs> as a term I'm going to use for the rest of my life. <laughs> Ghibli downstairs bits. Speaking of uh, uh, the junk, uh, and just like the nightmarish imagery, like his face contorting and yeah, that, that was has that, that was creeping me out. Is yeah. that normal throughout the series? Yeah, because he's a sponge, I guess. I mean, they just they do like kind of more extreme stuff from time to time, but not like Ren and Stimpy level. And because there's this one, I'm, I got a teeth thing too, which is also why Ren and Stimpy bother me sometimes. They did a lot of teeth, uh, yeah, terrifying teeth. In. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did that in this episode with SpongeBob, uh-huh. where his mouth was like all open and his eye was all jacked up, and his teeth. <laughs> oh, it was just oh, nightmare fuel. <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah, that one spawned one of my favorite run-on jokes about Jeremy having an experience of walking in yeah, on his great, great aunt or something. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was the day we all learned to knock. Yes. I think was yes. the line. Yeah. What did you think about the SpongeBob video, Danae? So I did not... So I've watched SpongeBob, but I didn't know why this was one we selected because it's like not the pilot or whatever. Right. So I did a little bit of you know digging and looking around and apparently it's in the comments too. Lots of people are talking about how this episode impacted them. And this is one where they, they kind of shed the lighthearted silliness and they took more of a dark route. They went into the deep dark. There was scary creatures there. And then there was this like unknown thing chasing SpongeBob. He was left by himself. And when you're a kid watching that, this was one of the most traumatizing SpongeBob episodes. I did see that in the comments. Of all yeah. times. Yeah. People talked about like, this one really scared me. This one really got to me. Like, I'll never forget this one because I was terrified. And like, you watch it now and it's just silly and goofy and, and doesn't like, that's not a big deal. But you put yourself in the mind of a child watching SpongeBob and you're like, oh, this is why this one stands out so much. This is why it's one of the most talked about. Right. So that was interesting for me is to kind of. How far into the series was this one? Because I, did, I didn't work on it. So uh, I didn't look. It's season two, but I think we're looking at like 30 to 40 episodes in something yeah because like i don't that. well yeah and some of those especially the the not prime time cartoons they'll have like 75 episodes for like a season or well and you it, never know and it's all one of the inter- interesting <clears throat> thing about doing this and steven universe for that matter is they are the like two episodes per half hour kind of cartoons so yeah we're basically sitting 10 minutes of content yeah you know so that becomes interesting you know as well got, too, oh so. was this this wasn't 20 like 22 no 20? no no it's no. half that well you guys got a lot out of this well though. that's what i'm yeah like, you know I, you kind of have to to, yeah, to we dig. yeah we kind of pressed in, and that was hard what? for me too because I'm having a good time and like la 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 la. Oh, it's SpongeBob. Oh crap. Okay. Uh, yeah, this would better be sealed. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. that was interesting to do. So since this wasn't the pilot, though, we talked about this with My Hero Academia. Did was this? This was obviously easier. This to was do. a little better. Oh, yeah. This was a little better than because the... it wasn't lore dropping. It wasn't like a storyline. You know, SpongeBob. I don't know that there was a ton of story continuation from episode to episode and season to season. You know, it's definitely more like here's yeah. a little glimpse into the world of Spongebob okay go back to your life now we'll talk more about this and even with Steven Universe coming up too because that was actually the second part of a two-parter um, and fans will be like hey you're yeah. asking questions you know and I think one thing we just continue to have to just accept is grace for not watching every single episode of the stuff we're sending yeah. because you know we, I we, actually, well and we I did thought, do the pilot for Steven Universe right so right. that at least yeah. helps we've introduced ourselves to this world we at least know the characters and, and that, that is in, the other thing is you know TV Sense channel is so new that we're also kind of figuring out the perspective of the narrator and so changing from we're watching the pilot as a narrator and everything else we don't know we've been kind of playing with that for the last few months and now we're doing episodes that are like you know requested episodes and so you still have to find a way to kind of bring the narrator up to speed but also allow him to not know stuff at the same time and so yeah and because we don't release like we don't release anything on the channel that's like here's here's a little bio of the of the narrator and what the narrator is like there's no like yeah, here's all the episodes there's the no narrator Jeremy, has seen in this yeah, show there's yeah there's nothing like that so you have to kind of trust that the super fans kind of are keeping up with that and they can kind of be in the comments or that people who just get the channel they're you know down there or that we've written it in the script and su- script in such a way that it makes sense like right. they can kind of like there's actually one coming out that uh, soon where one of the first sins that I write is you want me to know everything but you also don't want me to know everything like I can't do everything people <laughs> and it's sort of just that jibe of 
we we just got to figure out the best way to you know sit into a script and spongebob was one of those where we kind of don't have to care as much because it's just well again at the end of the day i think the goal is to make you smile right like so that's at at the end of the day we want to find a a clever way to write a fun joke i think that's what i think that's what made my hero academia a great video was because you guys didn't know what was going on and and everything and and uh and as a person who actually went through and you know shadowed that script and everything i was like sitting there going yeah i don't know how you're supposed to i mean i could write stuff on this but like and then you guys sent in a script that i was like yeah yeah exactly everything that i was thinking you know so i thought those were good because you know if you think about plumping your narrator down in the middle of something that he has no idea about he he basically becomes like jeff lebowski right right yeah yeah, yeah. and he's just like i don't know what the hell know what the hell's going on here man you know so yeah i had had a fun time though i was um like it was it was fun it was fun to drop into the world of and try to figure out ways to make clever sins i have a couple things uh the the bobber clock that i called a pokeball Uh yes i obviously knew that was a fishing bobber that's not you know like it's one of those things where it's like rage in the comments the rage about this stupid clock in the comments (laughs) (laughs) but you know i did i did dig through and i saw some it's like you do know that's what they do right like right they troll us that they did they know that and they did that well i didn't for a second think somebody would would think the narrator actually mis thought it was a pokeball it's a it's a joke i don't i don't know anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) we we can't know that's true we can't know uh i really wish i would have thought more about the helium thing obviously it doesn't have to be helium it can just be air okay so i thought about that because i researched helium underwater and air underwater and i watched some scuba diving videos right of how hard it is for a scuba diver to blow up a water a, a balloon underwater right this is apparently a big deal there was it's very fascinating to me but yeah air can work too but i thought helium is also just an it works it works but yeah, yeah. i could have said it a little better movies maybe. do movies and tv shows do so many weird things with <laughs> things where you're just like there's no way that's possible but you can't look it up you can't go to google it because it's so insane and it's so no there's no right. knowledge base yeah. on this and occasionally you'll find a message board and a message board will say well you can do this and this and this and this and then somebody go no no you can't do this oh, i know and these are all supposed supposed experts oh, on the yeah. topic i remember when this yeah. is some real this is some deep cut behind the sin shit i remember doing aquaman and there's a whole thing in there where he like gets a flare he gets a flare and shoots it underwater right. yeah, yeah yeah and i was like is that even possible is that a thing and like i was sitting there like is shooting underwater flares a thing and like you couldn't find that anywhere and then you couldn't uh they there would be somebody like oh yeah you there's a there's an underwater flare gun but like the boat that they had was stolen so like how would they you know how would they have under like it was a lot of things that you have to sit there and consider when you're like oh. I don't think this is possible. You want one of my most recent wounds is oh. from the Star the Star Wars uh, series that we did, and I said that you can't swim through zero gravity, and I still feel pain about that one because I researched <laughs> it, and some people are like this, and some people are like that, and so you write a sin, and then everyone's like, "You're wrong." It's you, just like I don't you know can't win. It. You can't, you can't win. win. Look, anytime you say anything about gravity, as we know, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, anytime you bring the vacuum of space into to stuff, I, I, the, I, I the, the early, the early, the early like all time comment was the the one where we did the event. Avengers and Iron Man uh, goes up into space, and and even though there's no gravity in space, he falls, he falls through the yeah. hole anyway. And everybody knows what the fucking means, <laughs> but. 
they were like, no, there's gravity in space. That's not the argument. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm avoiding any space since uh, it's any, impossible. It's yeah. I, I did uh, I did research on what kind of gun was being shot in RoboCop, and I found it on this internet firearms da- movie database thing that they have. Yes, that's a thing. And uh, I was like, okay, they're called bullpup shotguns. All right, good. And I wrote it in there. I was like, everybody here's got bullpup shotguns, but this one guy's got the little pea shooter. That's the the main gist of the sin is that everybody's got awesome guns, and this guy's got a terrible gun. But like. Everybody gets on there. That's not a bullpup shotgun. That's not a bullpup <laughs> shotgun. I was like, it's on the fucking firearms database. How is this not right? It's titled as Shrimply Pibbles on IMDb. I was just thinking about Shrimply Pibbles. Yeah, we get a lot of shit for that because on IMDb it says that that's Herzog, but everybody's telling us it's not. It's not really her. Yeah, so it's just, it's fun. It's but it's like, what are we supposed to do? It's on IMDb. It's says yeah. Shrimply Pibbles, well, burn a Herzog. Back, back to the, the sponge of the bob, I, I did also look up where, where helium comes from, and that was really Really interesting. I learned about helium. I didn't really, you know, you and think that about, we're almost about out of it. Too. Yeah, like no. I'm Is that a, a bad thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's not yeah, good. It's a it, bad thing. How are we going to talk high? You know, like, how are we going to get our voices? To there sound goes weird? the idea for Sin Week. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. I don't know much about helium I mean, other than balloons. I mean, what? I mean, I'm sure it's used for many, many things. I just well, I just, it only I don't occurs know. in very specific places, mm-hmm. and it's like a chemical reaction. So then you have to like capture the air. So when they're doing a lot of you know mining and things like that, oh, okay. there's some naturally occurring, and so they find a way to kind of essentially just capture it and bottle it up. But if it's not coming out anywhere, then so I was like, does helium exist under the ocean? I was thinking that maybe there's like helium. <laughs> Factory reefs, or I don't know. Maybe that's but, maybe that's what they were drilling for in underwater. Who knows? Yeah, that's mm. what Case do. And all oh yeah, yeah, that's what they're. they're they that's were definitely they were, what they were drilling those, for yeah, in underwater. I didn't know that about the helium stuff. Cthulhu monsters got them. Uh, I also want to mention the bonus round on this is one of, one of my favorites. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it's because there are more uh, like tropes that TV shows like do throughout stuff. But like we're we have like a bonus round on every other video at this point, and it's it's a lot of fun. Because Danae so, loves bonus rounds. Well, the the lang- the raspberry language was so perfect to hear all those together, and then it the was way so fun. the way it ended with the thank, thank you. you. Oh, just, I love that. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so. that was edited really, really well. Yeah, yeah and not easy well. to do too. No. So props to the editors on that one. That yeah. was really, really good. Yeah, the was okay great. was Shit's Creek the okay one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Running yeah. Together. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. I I really enjoy finding annoying things that repeat. <laughs> well, they, that works, one... works for bonus rounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Steve. Wait, wait! I wanted to talk about bathrooms. Okay, talk about bathrooms. <laughs> I just just real quick. I want <laughs> I want y'all to know what about flushing a toilet under water. Couches in women's bathrooms is a real thing. Oh, I knew this. Thank you. Well, the the, the comments apparently think that that's an urban myth. Yeah, so many people. But even, you're the one who's been women. in women's restrooms. I have the only one, as far as we know, in this room. I've been in a male <laughs> restroom a couple of times. One was on accident. It was really awkward. I actually had I actually had my wife take me into a women's restroom once to show me the living room area. Yeah, like look at these couches and this. Yeah. Re- and I'm like, I've been. What in, is this? I've been in a lot of women's restrooms mainly because I had to clean them, but uh, because uh, at uh, my movie theater. Oh right, right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I did. We did not have a lounge area or anything like that. There was one person that I was chatting with who was like, I hope to someday aspire to have like um, the privilege enough to go to a bathroom that has 
a couch. Like that was one of her goals in life was to, and I, re- I, I didn't think that it was weird. There was definitely a, a churches, restaurants, uh, like conferences that I've been to. And it's not just for breastfeeding. That was one of the comments and conversations was like, oh, you know, it's for nursing mothers. And that's true too. But now there's like a lot of nursing areas you can go to. I'm not talking about those. Or I'm talking also about people where could just be like, go, go ahead and nurse wherever you, you want. You open you know? the door and there is a, like a couch and a full mirror and like mm-hmm. candy. And then you walk through the next door and it's like you, wait, the you, next you, room. Wait, you, you said candy, right? Mm-hmm. You did not. Okay. Yeah. Making sure and I heard something else. Keep going and then there's the you know stalls so it's like a whole experience and so that's you know why going to the bathroom one. usually is a whole experience that's true yeah. the that's reason funny. i know about it though is because we have this big church close to where i live that they have a lot of like school events and stuff at there's just been random things you know kids will have birthday parties there stuff like that so i hate that place because i found out not, not that because i found out there was a couch in that bathroom so my daughter especially when she was really young like her and her friends they would just go stay in there for like forever because <laughs> they could just go sit on the couch and yeah. then you can do about and, it and i was yeah. there, and if i was there without my wife <laughs> i either had to ask somebody a woman to random woman to go in there which is an odd thing can you please go find yeah. my child in the bathroom and she knew there was nothing i could do about it so she would just stay oh, in there man. for nice. so that's how i found out there were couches and, and i did um, also want to say strike that reverse it was one of my favorite ones that was written so i really like that yeah, because I, I haven't seen that fit in a while. I, it's yeah, or, it's or one of my favorites. Strike that, reverse it. Yeah. So is uh, that from Willy Wonka? It's, yeah. Well, it's a Willy Wonka reference. Basically, uh, a lot of times, I, I don't know when. Uh, like, I think what was it? Um, uh, ass driving bus holes. Yeah, ass driving. So it's just, yeah, it's it's Wait. a spoonerism, like a yeah. syllable spoonerism. Okay. And, Were yeah. you being serious about the candy? That why is there candy in the bathroom? <laughs> Let's focus on what's important. No, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, so there's like this league episode where, um, if, do you remember this in the league where he would? They were talking about like you can't if you take food in a bathroom and then someone comes in and takes a shit, that food has to go in the toilet, has to go in the trash. <laughs> I that, yeah. Like I can't imagine taking food from a bathroom. Like that's just I'm kind of have that mindset too like yeah. any food that's been around someone shitting yeah even though they're not shitting on the food mm-hmm. it's still got that aura it's got the taint yeah my least favorite thing <laughs> is when i'm in but, a, a a restaurant uh, like a fast food restaurant and I'm, I'm i get my refill before i go so i have tea you know on the road and then i have to go to the bathroom so i have to take my tea into the bathroom with mm-hmm. me so I will either hide it in my purse and like cover everything up or I'll take toilet paper and like wrap the straw in toilet paper just to try to protect it from flying feces. You know, no, I'm no, I, I, sitting I, on the toilet eating a sandwich. Yep. Like, oh, you know, God. Cares? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Jonathan, we get to see you're your like, face. You're like uh, the chicken Dr. Doolittle who brings the lobster. Oh, in God. The, that's, oh the, that's God. That's one of the most why? disgusting things ever mm, in a yeah. movie. Why, God? Why? <laughs> God, that was so frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we move on to Steven Universe now, Danae? Yeah. All right, let's talk about Steven Universe. Wait a minute. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, Speaking the of epi- munchies. The episode is called Ocean Gems, and yeah, we jumped ahead a little bit in Steven Universe, and this is the, the second of a two-parter. Uh, this is a Dicer Watkins script, so Jonathan and I wrote on this one, and uh, what do we think about Steven Universe? Is anybody a Steven Universe fan in the room? Well, I've, I've seen two episodes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I didn't start watching it after we send it. No. 
but I really did enjoy it. And it's, I would I, I think I would actually enjoy this. Series. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see like if I ingested some more episodes, it might work for me. I can totally see why people enjoy it. Yeah, I just I don't it's know like that fantasy it, and adventure. not positive. It's for me. But yeah. this is almost this. There's a lot of the silliness that you that comes with SpongeBob or those kind of things. But it definitely feels like it wants to have a point and it mm. wants to have yeah. like an overarching plot and message. It, you know, it feels comic booky in a lot of ways. Well, and I noticed and, in the comments this time, people were starting to like share plot reveals for later on, like Steven's origin story and stuff. And that was interesting to me. And well, I th- and that to me tells me that there is a heart to the show. So like there, there is a, a, a character development and story arc that kind of happens in the series. Well, apparently his father shows up like that happens apparently because we- yeah. <laughs> Because he was mom, in that episode we did. And his mom died? Oh, I don't know. Or something? Like, I don't know. I I, I can't remember. I, I should tell you that I watched the Steven Universe that you guys did five, four days ago. And I have some notes here that I have zero understanding about. So that's oh, nice. interesting. <laughs> nice. But we didn't watch the first part of the two-parter. I didn't even know that until Aaron told me. Right. I was right. like, oh, really? I was like, that kind of that kind of makes that, sense. There was nothing in that first parter. It, like, it still yeah. didn't give any idea oh, okay. of, hey, in this show, there's a mystery to who Steven is, or there's a mystery to... You just said, like, this kid doesn't know how to use his belly gem. Okay. So, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. Okay. You have any experience with Steven Universe, Chris? Uh, only when it got on the schedule and I was having to buy all this stuff and everything for our our per, our uh, sending purposes. Um, I was looking for that first episode that uh, was really hard to find because I think we originally had uh, was it Jim Glow? There was some. It was some episode, yeah, right? Yeah, there was some episode that was the the very first. It was on it was online only, right? But then they sold it on some special like uh, other kind of like I bought a thing that was like the first hundred episodes or something and it that episode wasn't on right yeah and i was like what the hell is this other episode that's on the schedule so i i had to go and do some research and i found it on this other disc so i've seen i've seen the very the first not the first the, i didn't see that online episode but i did see that first episode where he's uh, is it uh the very beginning he's at the gas station or the the convenience store and the uh was it the ice cream cream thing yep. that yeah. goes out cat. yeah and uh and they ask him he, he starts crying and they said do you want to he's like do you want to take that home with you and he's like he just nods <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. and uh and everything so i've seen that first episode but i haven't seen anything else yeah yeah i've only seen the two that we've done too so you know i it, it seems to me like something if i watched i'd probably be like yeah this is you know i i just i'm not I'm not necessarily motivated to watch. Like I didn't watch those and go, "Oh, I have to see more." No, it's not going above the 800 other things. Right? Yeah, on my list right Mm -hmm. now to watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, what about the video, Denae? Since uh, you didn't write on this one, what what were your thoughts that you're trying to interpret? Well, I do. uh, My favorite sin, and I do remember this one, was the farmer's tan rant. That was so fun for me (laughs) because it was like the sensitivity to not calling it a wife beater, and then also going, "Wait, is it's a is calling it this also insensitive? Like, crap! What am I gonna?" How do I describe the stupid shirt? So I really, I really enjoyed the kind yeah. of hyper focus on the guy with the weird tan. And the I, weird shirt. I, I did a lot of research to figure out what we're supposed to call a wife beater now, and there really is no acceptable. Replacement. Answer. Still called that? It, it, well, I mean, it's a it's, tank. 
Uh, Isn't it just a tank? The, the, well, the most I saw was camisole. And I'm like... For a dude? For a dude? That's what I... <laughs> Which is also seems insensitive. Right, of course. Like, of course, dudes can wear camisoles. and can wear sure, whatever they want. Sure, but camisole to me is instantly, like, more Victorian. So then tank top was number two. But tank yeah. top is usually, like, an overshirt. Like, a tank top is something you wear and as a shirt. And this is an undershirt. And this is an undershirt. What did you end up calling it? Uh, well, I said it rhymes with life cheater. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then there was another one that is, was at Farmer's... T- like there was another reference that you well made. the farmer's tan is the sin the fact that he wears a tank top but has a farmer's tan even though he's always wearing yeah. a tank top mm-hmm. was so, the sin I like that um, the, the other one that I wrote about um, I don't remember it but I said the rock and roll sin so fucking good oh that was the the one where she jumps out of the van and oh god she, yes so she hates rock and roll so she jumps out of the van and rolls and her head almost hits a rock so, and so I just played whole, with like, the words roll and uh, rock several different ways yeah that was so. I really and that like scene that. is so weird. It looks like we doctored it, but that is exactly no. how that scene plays out. It really oh, is. Really? But it does look like we kind of doctored it. <laughs> I also wrote I hate down, scenes like that, too, for that reason. Uh, testicles on the manta ray yeah. was something else I wrote down. That is my uh, that's my keeping tabs. So, okay. Uh, was, that the, was that the titicles or was that this the t- one? Testicles. T- testicles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. testicles. Um, and then, like, so to heal her gem, he has to spit on it and she gets wet. Do I have... <laughs> Have that horny. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> I I like that one because I am learning about the are like the 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 recurring sins kind of as I go. And I remember sending a script to Jonathan one time, and I said, "Do I have that right?" And then you changed it to something else. Like, do I have that stupid? It, stupid. Or do I have, do I have that? that yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, sure. And I was like, "That's." Interesting. I didn't know that was a recurring thing. So this one to me kind of said, do I have that horny? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I understand. So that was another it's, one I really yeah. liked. It's just silly. And then I yeah. wrote down, if all of the pork chops were perfect, I wouldn't have two hot box in my bedroom to understand modern cartoons. That was another one that I really enjoyed. Well, and I had to do some research on that one because I didn't know the quote. Like she says, isn't there a quote about hot dogs mm-hmm. or something like that? And I guess the actual quote is if... Um, if all pork chops are perfect? Yeah. If if all pork chops were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs or or something like that. Or, you know. It was... Mm-hmm. It, I love... I know. I, I liked... I, I like the Steven Universe thing. There there was you know a lot of questions about okay but then how does this water get up to space and how does this go on and those are really fun too because that's the kind of things we look for but the the quirky sins are well and it's yeah, really yeah that's fun. what I'm saying it's so silly that I think we can just be silly with it yeah. um, we kind of had that experience with Shit's Creek too yep. and uh, and then the fans actually appreciate it because they think it's silly so yeah. they enjoy us just having fun with it um, and I think you can tell that we kind of like it if not love it but I you think know. you guys can tell we like our jobs <laughs> oh I'm at the show but oh, yes that right. too well that too that's <laughs> What about you guys? Was there a standout one as you're writing? Or? Well, I wanted to mention, I wanted to go back to you were talking about the farmer's tan and, and that whole thing. And in the comments, people were giving the history of why he has that tan. Uh-huh. And somebody said something, I think I have it written down here. Um, the reason for Greg's tan is that he was in the same room as Rose when Stephen was quote unquote born and there was a giant flash of light and the outfit Greg used to, used to wear matches the tan lines uh, that Stephen's birth gave him uh, when that happened. And then in the comments below the comment, people are like, well, that's just kind of fan fiction. Like the show's never said that, but people kind of believe that. So it's interesting to see how people have actually tried to explain (laughs) the silliness. (laughs) Chris, your face. 
Oh, this reminds me. This every time you guys go over stuff like this, I'm like taken back in time to comments where I used to be. Jeremy and I used to get on comments and just play whack a mole with them because people would always do the same stupid that like they by saying you're wrong, they say something wrong in the middle of it, and you're just like, no, this is not how it happened. Uh, Lord of the Rings. There's a scene where Liv Tyler goes into the uh, the water and and uh, calls the water horses yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and uh and 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 knocks the ring rays out and all that and uh so we we wrote something and i actually don't even remember what we wrote about it but then people were like well elrond is doing this and that and i'm like where in the fucking movie is elrond <laughs> doing anything in this thing and they're like well in the book he's doing this in the movie this Liv tyler character right. doesn't even exist right so what are you talking about elrond for <laughs> and like just just stuff like this where like like people have that that you know that solid i know this is what happened even though it's not bared out in the facts right uh that just upsets me and gets me on triggered mode because it because you because we had like it's funny because it's like we're having a fun time we're having a good time just making jokes about this stuff pointing out stuff that you know that the little tricks and cheats that movies use to be movies right and then people take it too seriously and then they force us to take it too seriously it's just like exactly it's like wait oh it's so deflating starts with these two words well actually (laughs) that's right and if you're thinking those words just stop Yes. Just have fun. Just just realize that is the exact trope that well, we are actually, making light of. But the, but it's even worse when people are all, like they say something like that. It's not in the movie at all, and then you have like thirty five likes or something. You're like, what? <laughs> you have support for this? <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I wanted to pass that along from the comments that That's apparently fans have created this. Uh, idea of why his tan is that way but i and don't that's think the common i don't think it's it's the common understanding but i don't think technically the show has ever addressed well that it, just but. means that this show does a lot of flashbacks to address that stuff at some point in time because the move the, the movie the show doesn't start off with steven's birth as right. this gem person it just starts off in the middle of an adventure yeah so that that to me is interesting because they have to have a plan if you're doing flashbacks don't you no. um maybe maybe not, maybe not. Um, I also wanted to mention the body diversity sin. Uh, oh that, yeah, that, that got that, love. That it starts off with just because I really do appreciate that about this show, like the idea that there are all these different humans of different shapes, different you know shades of color, and it's just part of the show. Yeah. Um, I think, it, and I think the show intentionally does that. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a part. What was interesting in the comments on that one was people don't actually like the original designs because they've changed so much that they like the designs the way they are now. And apparently, those original designs of uh, of them are quite a bit different than they are now. Well, the so. animation was very different from those two first episodes we did. Yeah. Like, just in, yeah. like, between those two episodes, the animation changed. Which is normal. We that's, even send it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is when he yells through the, the megaphone, um, the magical ladies are here, and then the, the sin is uh, strip club DJs. Uh, that was Fritz as well. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you, Jonathan? You guys have touched on everything I wrote down. So well, there we're good. We did it! Yeah, we did it. We the did show's it. over. Bye. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's move on to music video sins for the week. Uh, Harry Styles' "Adore You" is the name of the song. Uh, I may be in the minority. I actually kind of dig this song. I, I don't know. I I know Barrett doesn't like it. I think we've got some comments from Barrett about it that we'll read here in a second. But I not kind of for the en- week of heart comments. <laughs> I uh, I enjoy it. Jonathan, did you, did you like the song? It's, it's fine. I mean, I don't have. I don't. I don't dislike it. I I, I mean, the video's I, weird. Yeah, I don't know that it really stands out for me either way i'm just I'm not sure i've 
even heard this song. Yeah, it's, it's pretty new. I didn't think it was bad, but I was really enjoying Barrett's hatred. <laughs> As one you know? does. Like, that was kind of fun. Like, ooh, he don't like it. What did he say? He said, Adore You is a mindless, repetitive, boring song from a dude that's capable of much more. Also, the video is about a weird relationship with a fish. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the fish is the object of his affection, and therefore, he's eventually going to fuck the fish. Yep. It's basically Shape of Water, the music video. Mm-hmm. I was, I was really... I was really interested in the video. Be- I did not watch the... You, a lot of times I'll go and I'll watch the actual video before watching the Sins video. I, I did, did. I didn't do that this time. I have some thoughts. I have some okay. comments. Okay. I'm excited to talk about that because I- I'm in the Sins video experiencing this movie video, music video for the first time and I was confused and also trying to figure out the symbolism while missing, you know, chunks of lyrics, but also, you know, Barrett's like, there's just nothing there. So well, but I- I'll, have we- to go, I'll have to go and make my own opinion. And this is a little bit in the comments, but I will bring it up this is actually what we send is actually a shorter part of a, a short film so there's an entire extended a film yeah like i would call it a short film and then the music part of it is kind of the centerpiece oh who was the guy was it who who was was it kanye that did that that we did be- yes we watched before where it was yeah. like that um where he was standing on a piano yeah. and that was the shorter version and then there was also like an extended as well so basically the the movie tells the story of this island where everybody is sad and the island itself is shaped like a frown and then um uh, this one boy is born who is always smiling and it just throws everybody off and they don't get it and they don't understand it and they don't like it. Okay, that's, uh, that's Harry. Yeah, and that's okay. Harry's character. And that kind of brings him down to the place where in the short film, he's ready to end it. He's got like rocks in his pocket and he's walking out into the ocean and that's where he finds this fish and the community that he finds with this fish as weird as it is, is what kind of brings him back to life and allows him to find joy again. And then the joy of that community kind of spreads till the island turns itself upside down and becomes a, a smile you know kind of idea at the end mm-hmm. uh, and it's and the fish then finds community with his fish brethren by the end of the story as well that's why they take him and put him back in the ocean with the other fish so I- I, that's my main concern. Is the fish okay? Because yeah, like the no, video he's... that we watched, he just gets chucked off the side, and we don't know <laughs> if he free willies or not. I well, don't see, know. So the the um, the news position on the TV at one point was yes, even music videos have <laughs> news position uh, where the news report is about the fish that are you know swarming you know in the ocean or whatever. That's that's the fish that he pushes them into the ocean to be with. Okay. So then he goes swimming with those. Total, total aside, I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No, I'm no, so you're sorry. Good. When you said that about what happens to the fish, it just made me randomly think, Chris and I, I mean, been, it might have actually been with you guys at Gemini Man, but there we were talking about the trailer for one of those dog movies, like a dog's purpose or mm-hmm. a dog journey, and there's like a part in the trailer where it actually shows that the dog has gotten home and like he's running down the sidewalk yeah. or the street and the guy's on the other side like smiling, and Chris was like, man, it would really suck if like what we don't see in that is the dog getting hit by a car right before he gets to the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that just made me think of that. <laughs> like he goes into that, the water I don't think and that, immediately yeah. gets picked up by like a yeah, fishing well, boat. Yeah, like when they've, they've that this has happened before where they've reintroduced like a- animals back to the ocean and then they get eaten. Yeah. It almost because they can't survive. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. don't know anything about it. It's crazy. So, so the fish was a outside source that made him happy again. Well, it's about, it's about finding, I think it's about finding joy in community and finding someone you can connect with even and if allowing, it's a fish. even if it's a fish and allowing it to, to not the rest of the world, not to get you down because you can, you know, the importance of finding somebody that you can belong with. You get so much more out of this than I did. So, I think, well, I watched the movie. You know, know what I mean? I know. Like, that's, I know. That's I know. Right? That makes like, sense. Oh, 
hobby. Like for 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 me, right, yes. sometimes I talk yeah. to people and they have like a hobby that they're like, yeah, it's kind of weird, but it makes me happy. It's well, that's okay. Like like fish, you can have a fish tank and that makes you happy. So right. I think that's kind of he found his happiness outside of people. I think now well. what's important, and I, well, not important, but what I should mention as well, though, if the narrator is plopped down to this shortened music video, all those sins are still legitimate because again, yeah, the video doesn't the stand video alone. itself doesn't yeah. stand on its own. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you know those sins you know work. Um, but the comments are a lot of you didn't watch the whole thing yeah right it's but, like, well i did watch again, the whole okay. thing that youtube sent me yeah, you know? like, <laughs> so, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense as you're watching it as to what's going on you've got like i had so many questions why is the fish doubling in size every night yeah if right. the if the music video can't stand alone without the extra however many minutes mm-hmm. then that is a piece of art on a, all of its own yeah. and you have to judge it based on that right yeah and what's really like weird you... it, it appears like the music video was just like chopped out of that yeah big story instead of like edited to be its own thing and so and so some of the sins are about like why are we waiting till here to see the title well if you watch the whole m- movie the title right there actually feels right it makes sense okay but so in- question is the movie uh, like a longer version of the music video or is it just like dialogue and like a like a short film on each end of the music video that you see is exposition you know is narration and story and so that but, the, kind of stuff. but then what we see is that like taken out of the movie yes exactly kind yes. of as this oh, okay okay yep, okay just I, mean, they, I mean they've been doing that for i mean michael jackson's thriller right is like a right. 20 minute yeah short film or what or 18 minutes or whatever but Hell eventually yeah. mtv oh, oh, oh took the, that part out and you just you know you would just see the what video was the one that he did where uh, Annie, are you okay? That one. Yeah, no. Smooth Michael Jackson Criminal? did a lot of these. Yeah, Smooth Criminal was another one. I remember. Is watching Smooth that? Criminal an underrated Michael Jackson song? I don't know if it's underrated. I, like, I just I that, don't know. I don't hear that people talk whole about it video as much as blew my mind when I was a kid watching. It may it. be my favorite Michael Jackson. Do you remember? Song. Do you remember watching one. that all the time? Oh, holy crap! I, like when they do that little lean thing mm-hmm. and. Like it was so cool, and they all slowed down at that one point. So like, it's properly rated. People know it's amazing. I think, I think so. Didn't yeah. Francis Ford Coppola do that one? Maybe I don't know. I don't he know. Did, it he was did. So I think good. he. I think he directed uh, the. Um, he directed Captain Nemo or whatever. Captain Nemo. Captain Nemo. <laughs> Captain <did>. Nemo. <laughs> oh my god. Captain Eo, and then and then I believe that that whole uh, Moonwalker thing had its own uh, movie as well. It did. I remember renting that from Blockbuster. So we probably Moon- paid like and five Joe Pesci's bucks for in that it. bullshit. Was that yeah. the Was that the one where there was like a ali- aliens like a spaceship? Was there a spaceship in that one? Uh, Captain Eo was. Cap- yeah, no, Captain, no, not it. But I don't remember that in Moonwalker. Was Captain Eo at Disney? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's something different. I just remember that there was this, there was a video and it had several like longer from anyway that was just thinking about with Harry with this one like what are we watching are we watching where they took clips of the movie and then they put his music to it but you're saying that that was no, no, part no. of the, the film music video and, was the center yep, centerpiece okay, gotcha. of the movie so, uh, Smooth Criminal was actually directed by a special effects guy Colin Chilvers but mm. but Coppola did Captain EO oh okay um, I think the thing about Smooth uh, was Smooth Criminal off bad is that right no it was off yeah yeah bad right so the only thing I will say when I got older I didn't realize like bad did not get great review, which is kind of funny. Cause it's called bad. But <laughs> would you but say I, it got? But I was a bad. But reviews? I was a kid when it came out, so I just assumed. And there was a ton of hits off of it. Uh, but uh, Dirty Diana's on that. But I think that's underrated. Yeah, Dirty. Yeah, Dirty Diana is a there's a song that people don't talk about enough. Yeah, and that's a great. Song. Oh my god, I haven't heard amazing. that one. But oh. it's interesting. It's just interesting to me that like we. 
you're talking about like this is one piece that needs to stand out on its own and it in my in my mind i saw this like a visual of if you go to an art gallery and they have like a huge wall piece but then they have all of it covered but a small section and right. then there's someone saying and, and you look at that small section and you're like man i this doesn't really speak to me and someone's beside you going well you have to look behind the curtain you're like well i'm not a, i can't look right the, the curtain's, the curtain's closed yeah i can't see what else right. is there yeah that's fair so i think that's fair when you call it art stands out on its own i think that's something that i'm i'm realizing and I'm not, that, I'm, that movies and music videos and stuff it, it's a it's a form of art rather than to me it's always just been entertainment but there mm, is an art to it that's yeah. really interesting i don't know yeah i mean no there's music videos out there i mean like uh, i remember um it actually might have been leonard malton was talking about this like a long time ago but i remember i think it was him he was talking about papa don't preach he was talking about how like because danny aiello's in that video he plays madonna's dad mm-hmm. and he was talking about you know aiello like gives a performance like i mean yeah. it's like an honest to god performance in that video you know it's not just you know so there are some videos that definitely elevate that yeah or they at least attempt to yeah i think but i mean for what aaron's telling maybe if i watch the whole thing it would be better but I it don't would know. make more sense let me be clear sense. it would make more sense i'm not sure that movie it's is better, anything yeah. special yeah yeah I hear um you. but it would definitely make more sense and i think it would feel more you would understand yeah. more of let's, what it, what's let's talk about some of the sins that stood out to us because sure. one of the ones that like that was interesting to me is the moment when the fish had doubled in size so much so that he has it in a clear backpack and then he walks outside and there just happens to be a bicycle there <laughs> with a fish tank attached to it that has water in it yeah so oh you've never seen that i've never seen that before mm, mm. i think technically <laughs> in some cities across the pond that's just you just normal have, thing. Well, i mean it's, that's it's just, illegal we'll, not to i mean we'll we'll show you we'll just go outside it's on the books. house later we'll show you <laughs> yeah guy every right. home must it's have a, it's so common that you just kind of overlook it now <laughs> right 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 like yeah. is that a thing in fishing communities probably not it's that, like the guy it's like the guy from kentucky fried movie that walk has the shoes with the fish and <laughs> yeah kentucky fried yeah. movie yeah no, not. I'm sorry. I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. Uh, I love the what about Bob outtake. Uh, <laughs> Lil Gill. Gill. I was just that was Barrett was so loves perfect. that movie. Rightfully so. Yeah, you know, it's a really good Rightfully movie, but I so. but I do know that's a, that's he knows that movie better than I do. It's so. my dad's favorite movie of all time. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's of, a very clever movie. All of the finding water stuff was weird for me because there was that moment, too, at the very beginning when the fish is like hand sized and he goes into a salon and there is on a coffee pot dock a pot of of, Of just water of water but apparently it's not being heated not only is it not being heated but you don't put hot water on a coffee pot thing maybe it was a tea thing but still it would be hot like whenever i make coffee maybe i'm doing it wrong no no once the water's in the pot into the machine and then you put an empty pot and then it fills with exactly coffee yes so for him to walk into a random place and find a coffee pot although it's just art and silliness so yeah or at least silliness well and it's it's his version of the world i mean you know he assumes that there's shit there for him wherever and, he goes because he's I, harry styles i guess it makes <laughs> i guess it makes I mean, sense too i that when he turns he has a smile and then there's like that ding kind of like the ding mm-hmm. a little sparkle see, that, smile is that you see on the out toothpaste. of context that makes no sense uh, exactly but now that you're talking about he gets a smile back i can see how that makes sense right but seriously he might be like prince like kevin do you, do you remember that when kevin smith was talking about when he worked with prince on that like mm-hmm. it was, i don't remember what it was that he was going to do with them he was a 
supposed to do some sort of behind the scenes documentary thing, I think. And then it like, but it like turned into something about religion. Or, yeah. And then he eventually got out. But I just remember he was telling some story about Prince's manager saying, because Kevin Smith thought something was weird. She's like, look, you got to understand. This guy called me up one time at one in the morning and said he wanted an ostrich in Minnesota <laughs> in the middle of January. Yeah. <laughs> That's very, that might just be what Harry Styles is. We don't yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anything else about this one? About Adore You? Um, no, I, I just, I mean, it was just, it was really funny. He had some really cool references in there. I like the John, that guy looked like John Favreau if he was raised in, uh, John Favreau from PCU if he was raised in a cave system from The Descent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Uh, all right, let's move on to Cinema Sins. The first Cinema Sins video of the week was Hobbs and Shaw. This was an Such a good movie. Watkins joint. So Chris and Jonathan wrote on this. What Aaron, a joy. Aaron, Aaron and I like this movie. I, I actually do enjoy this movie. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I didn't figure <laughs> you did. I'm, that's I why I didn't comment. I mean, like, like in the sense that I I am entertained by it. Exactly. I have fun with it. Oh. I I don't think much about it. Oh. I know. I know. We're losing Chris's so respect. Painful. But but I did but, say I did. We did when we talked about Bad Boys for Life. I did say Bad Boys for Life is a much more intelligent version of what I got out of this. Look, it, I had I have had the same experience with rock movie after rock movie after rock movie, which is I go to them and I just have a great time, and then I watch them afterwards, and I'm like, this, this makes the dumbest no thing sense. But I did. It is the dumbest thing ever. But I had fun. But I didn't enjoy Skyscraper and Rampage. I, I did. did not enjoy I enjoyed those. them both. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know what he's tuning this, into I, in me. But, but this was really, really fun to ride on. I was really because mm. like if I mean, we can say, I mean, this got this got delayed for reasons. You know, it was supposed to come out a couple months ago and then we had to move it. Um, and I was really sad it wasn't coming out immediately because I, I just I had this is one of the ones I had the most fun working on. Well, I, I often talk about the most fun I've ever had writing a script was Skyscraper. Mm. Um, yeah. And and I think the reason is because of the combination of I actually kind of enjoyed the movie but I also realize how ridiculous it is yeah. like that combination is kind of a fun combination where you can have fun with it for what it is but at the same time absolutely destroy it for for how stupid <laughs> and ridiculous it is so so yeah so anyways yeah I actually I actually did have a good time with this even as as silly as it is and now Chris I, respects us a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, no, um, <laughs> except for me because I didn't watch it, right, so I'm still on the right. video. You should just pretend to have watched it and say how horrible it is. No, yeah. I watched it on the, the the video that I watched, and it's horrible. So there you go. I would never um, watch this movie. Hobbs and Shaw is one of those. Uh, I think it's like a forced coupling, almost. Like they started this in one of the last Fast and the Furious movies, where they were in. A, they they apparently had this animosity towards each other and everything. Thing. and it's supposed to be so funny and everything that they hate each other and everything and i just don't get it don't don't understand it and then in hobbs and shaw they have this whole thing where like you know they're they're being called in on the case by two different mm-hmm. people and then they have to have that one scene where they're like you know like i hate you with so much passion and everything and going back and forth and it's like this is supposed to be hilarious uh that they hate each other so much and i'm just like nope you guys don't have any chemistry whatsoever. That, to me. that was one of my favorite things we did in this video because they have the they have the whole thing at the well. Okay, first off, you have the Ryan Reynolds and I can't remember who's playing the other handler. Oh, it's it's, it's a no name. Yeah, he yeah. Not. I don't mean to say, say he's a dick. Like, like he's, he's an unimportant he's not, person. He's just somebody who who's not like a big name. But yeah. they they have a conversation about how much they hate. Like they set it up, you know, which is so annoying. And then we have the first scene where they interact, where they find 
find out they're both on the case together. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that we have to go through that. But then halfway through the movie, we have to go through this shit again yeah. when they're on the airplane. They just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. And after a while, it becomes I think we I think there's a sin in here where it, be, it becomes not believable that they hate each other this much. Because, yes, I agree with that sin. hundred percent. Yeah, because they, they they've gone through a whole bunch of stuff together. And then by the time they're it's like they reset it. Every yeah. every new right. scene is like, right. yeah. I've got to remind mind you how much we hate each other because the audience loves how much we hate each right other. it's so obviously manufactured yeah, yeah. And, and, it was, and it was really hard too every time they have shaw doing something like heroic it was and we had a few sins in there about this but it's like he's a murderer yeah, yeah like what a, what like, a reclamation like, of a character that's <laughs> just it's an impossible and I, thing and i had forgotten about that like chris brought up the hospital i had completely yeah. forgotten about just that yeah. multiple people <laughs> that, that was a fun thing coming back to, and, and going to uh I think it was five when that happens. I don't know. If you gave me time to think yeah. about it, oh, I could think about which the, movie it he was. He was Luke Evans' brother, so it was the seventh one. It was the Furious Seven or whatever. Was it seven? Where he's the villain. Yeah, so like, yeah, in seven, oh. he's talking to his brother at the very beginning of that movie yeah. and saying, you know, I will go and I will, yeah. get, I will get revenge and blah, blah, blah. And he walks out and there's like lights falling off the hospital. There's yeah. people lying in the, in the, like, in the yeah. hallways. He yeah. comes down. There's like a whole bunch of people just slumped over and everything. Yeah. And then like the building collapses almost. And it's like, oh, he's supposed to be a good guy. And they retconned it to where he killed one of the characters. Han. Yeah. yeah, Han from Tokyo Drift, right. which we mentioned. Yeah. Which, you know, we had fun with that, too, when, because <laughs> the scene that's in Tokyo Drift could not have happened mm-hmm. with the way they said it did uh, when they retconned him back in yeah. and everything. There's no there's no way that any of that happened. Uh, but um but yeah, uh, I don't like these forced couplings. It's like it's like uh, Harry Potter, where at the end of it, they're like, "Oh, Hermione and Ron have been in love with each other this whole time." What? <laughs> they have? <laughs> the, there was that kind of chemistry going on. Where did where did I not? Where did I miss that between the lines? Everybody's like, "Oh no, totally, Ron and Hermione forever." And <laughs> in, in, in this room, they must have. Right. No, no, no. You're right. In the movies, definitely. I mean, I think in the books they did a better job. I don't but the, know. But that's not the same thing. By the like, yeah. I read all the books, and then by the end well, of it, it's been. A long and time. by the end of it, it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, Ron and Hermione are in love. I'm like, what? I'm super <laughs> with you on that. And I always felt like a little bit of a standout, like that I got something wrong. It sort of felt like, well, since we're the only ones that don't have anybody, you want to hook up? Yeah, it kind, kind of. of felt like that. Like they, they I made mean, that happened. They made it. Yes. Well, they made it seem like because they had this animosity in that, like, uh, that they really were like they were really other. in love with each other. And I just so never maybe got that. The Hobbs and the Shaw, they really love each other. Oh, well, 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 I the think they, that, that. Yeah, they make that pretty clear. By the way, oh, like, are they there's, like romance? N- uh, there's like, a, like 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 I mean, like were there friends that love each other? But well, I mean, there's 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 a sex scene we could. Has show well, oh, yeah, okay, there's a okay, sex okay. scene. Uh, Did but, they show penises? Uh, outtakes, everybody. There's can't, outtakes. Can't, <laughs> can't show penises in those kind of in oh, those kind okay. of scenes. But uh, but no, there's a scene. I don't even know if they meant for it to be like this. But like, um, uh, the Rock is on the on the phone with his daughter, and uh, and this is when they've uh, they've uh, captured the the woman that's in this, and I can't remember her name. Vanessa right. Kirby. It's Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. 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 
they've captured her and and they hate each other and everything yeah. at the beginning and then he call he he leaves her in a room to go talk to his daughter one of the most unimportant conversations ever <laughs> yeah. um he's like I, I, here's my daughter i gotta talk to her and it's like about some bullshit but uh but he talks to her and she goes well you know dad when people hate each other that sometimes mean that they love each yeah. other and i don't know if they meant for that to be you could also like the- say that hobbs and shaw are that way i think that i think that's supposed I, to be in like at least insinuated i don't know it, it, because it was in reference to vanessa kirby specifically yeah maybe. like i don't even know if they realized that's what they were actually kind of saying they may have I, i'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that but yeah there's some sort of like they love but each it's, other it's just like a lot of these action movies of this type i mean it's i mean there's 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 bromance for mm-hmm. sure well you know what you're talking about is like a repeated joke that and I think about the movie um, Zootopia, where it goes to the uh, the counter with a sloth. That's a perfect movie, but go on. And and how it just <laughs> it's this like, it's that joke where you're kind of like, ha, ha, ha. oh, this is keep this is this keeps going. And then there's like this uncomfortableness where people are uncomfortable, and then it moves back into hilarity. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how that is sometimes some of the very best fun material that you have oh, is yeah. when something lasts so long that it gets funny again. So but, the, uh, but Kirst- when- Kirsten Shaw is a horse uh, theory. Have, have you seen this? Mm-mm. So um, do you know who Kirsten Shaw is? Um, Sounds no, Kirsten Shaw. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know you Yeah, sorry. I may have got the name wrong. But she tours with somebody. I forget who the guy is. And he just does this song, Kirsten Shaw is a horse. Kirsten Shaw is a horse. And they do it. And it's hilarious for about you know 10 seconds. And then he keeps doing it. And they try to see how long they can do it in their show and they will go 10 minutes just doing that over and over again until the audience is eventually just dying because like it's there's something about like, like the mo- there's like a there's moment a moment there. where it tips over into yeah. this is this insanity is really no that can't work the, uh, the, it doesn't work in this movie no i don't think no, i don't think that, this is yeah that that's movie. what it was reminding me of is you're talking about they're going back into that well over and over and over again but it and when it doesn't work, it moves everything in this sour direction. And that's what it sounds like. This was uh, something that uh, was on a commentary for a Simpsons episode where they were talking about this phenomenon. Like, I think it was Homer falling downstairs. And like, it, like at first it's like, ha, ha, ha. And then yeah. it keeps going. And you're like, okay, this is going too long. And then it keeps going. And then it becomes funny again. It's that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast had a, had a whole episode where he's like chasing an ant or something. Yeah. And it's the whole episode. <laughs> is him crawling and chasing after an ant and you're like what's the point of this what is the point of this and then you're just like oh my god they're still going with this you yeah. know yeah um, no, that's good but yeah Hobbs and Shaw is one of those movies I hate <laughs> I hate the fact that when I watch action scenes in these movies that I have to like rewind and go wait a minute is this even possible what they're doing like as far as the geography is concerned right. and that's what I always I that's what I don't like about them is that because anything can happen quote unquote and because we're so ridiculous we don't have to set up anything because that's the way those things are there's a scene where statham is driving along and he's like they're driving in that russian factory or whatever and he's like he's like hold on for a second and then he turns and he goes up this like 
what is that? It's like some sort of we, I, pipe, we, or yeah, it's, it's, he drives the car up that, and and I'm sitting there like I had to rewind it several times. I was yes. like, is that even in the frame when he turns <laughs> and goes up this thing? I was like, I don't even see this thing in the frame when there when he said, and and he's just looking straight ahead. So how does he know something to his left is like, oh yeah, we can do this and go up it and everything, yeah. unless he's like studied it well beforehand. Like Which if this situation show. ever occurs. <laughs> I will turn and go up this thing this and through a rip. window. But yeah. there's there's nothing at stake. There's no stakes once they yeah. can do anything. But also, speaking of them driving, though, another really funny thing I noticed watching this, because I would see it in the theater and then watching it again for this, is how many conversations they have when they're driving separate vehicles. Yeah. And they don't have, like, earpieces no. or anything. And we mentioned this a couple times. But it's insane. Like, they have whole conversations. Yeah. I, I will use this to transition into <laughs> some stuff I loved about. Okay. This, this video which the uh, uh he he hears this uh, yes yeah, yeah. becoming yeah, the a birth thing of a new sin. yeah i, I yeah. love that that could be a thing because this is perfect i loved jumanji just saying no, no, every time yeah, that he was, survives this that had yeah. me die when chris sent the combine well, over and and, yeah. and, it, and it was one of those things too where it's like i had the same exact series mentioning skyscraper where i did a series of he survives this and this yeah and this and that you know it's mm-hmm. that same every rock movie it's like this man should be dead a hundred times mm-hmm. uh so i really enjoyed that um let's see what else oh the age gap that was a really interesting observation yeah. the age gap between these two siblings who when they're shown younger look like they're what like a year or two yeah apart? they don't they're not far apart at all as, as kids but in real life and even even if you're saying statham is like early 40s it's still <laughs> there's still there's still a good dozen years apart yeah you know? yeah yeah so that that was interesting um and then i really enjoyed uh the porn proverbs and porn psalms back-to-back sins oh uh, yeah those those were great as well so those were some of the things uh things that i enjoyed what about you Danae? i love just the nitpicking of you know how do they get out of these chairs how does the scene work like what you're talking about when you're, oh man when you're... jason statham getting out of that chair when you slowed that down i was like yeah what is this was, nonsense they don't say they don't show it at all there was a there was uh, one of my sins that was I think cut from Charlie's Angels when we did that one where when it stops on Drew's legs which are supposed to be tied to a chair they're not actually tied to the chair at all mm-hmm. and so she just want to stand <laughs> so I mean she's supposed to break the chair and break loose but her legs are already broken out and slowing down action scenes can be really frustrating but. I didn't realize how important a good action scene when it's shot correctly is. Right? I think we talked about this in Mission Impossible, like how good it is that you go through this entire series and they've done such a good job of sort of helping you see what's going to happen so that when it's happening, you know where you are spatially and how much more comfortable you feel rather than these sort of rapid fire like, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, mm-hmm. and how much more like unnerving it is and so then you want to sink into the conversation so you don't even ask questions like how are they talking to them each other and stuff so anyways i just i like it whenever we sin those types of things because that stuff drives me bonkers and so movies. it's like it's it's movie sleight of hand right like it's film it's supposed to be film mm-hmm. sleight of hand but the difference is the difference in the two a good magician can do sleight of hand where they're moving really slow and then you're like whoa you blew my mind whereas like a bad magician would just be like going mm-hmm. on and you're like well of course you switched it over you were doing a whole bunch of nonsense like mm-hmm. that's not a magic trick well yeah. my whole thing too is if 
you create a real, I mean, because even the stuff in Mission Impossible is probably impossible, but they they make it feel realistic within that environment. Well, well right. That's yeah. all you can do in yeah. an action movie. Because right. I get that you want spectacle, and, and we're not saying we don't want spectacle. We just want the spectacle no, to make you, more sense. And you're gonna make, and it's gonna be Fast and Furious spectacle too, which is a different kind than Mission yeah, Impossible. Yeah, it is. Definitely. You know, Mission Impossible is definitely more and like the, I don't know, sophisticated and and planned and thought through, and they played a little bit like the most recent one that I remember we watched was you know where it goes wrong but then that was all in someone's head and so they kind of play with you a little bit yeah. as you're watching it um and i like i like that kind of stuff because it breaks the tension of an action movie because i'm not usually like an action movie i don't go to action because i enjoy them they're a little bit too like okay whatever to me so fast and furious for me is like the bottom of the barrel for action <laughs> movies i was also really annoyed with seeing Ooh, the samoan, you haven't seen a lot of action movies that's bottom of the barrel the, the, the samoan no i haven't the samoan <laughs> thing i don't know why but that bothered me it felt like a, a what's the word like a gimmick or something where you go you know and i love mm. watching the samoans do that like that, that dance that they do before sure. battle and stuff I but just... it felt like they were like using that I, I, Do you feel manipulated? No, it's just it's just a weird it's like a weird thing for me. It's like this feels like it should be sacred, but I'm not Samoan, so I can't speak. But it feels like this is supposed to be something that's more honored than throwing it into let's bring the fight to Samoa so that all of my Samoan brothers and families can do this like really intense fight scene. Which again, I loved that one too. The whole setup, mm-hmm. like, like we're supposed to believe this because it's in fast motion, but none of this stuff can really happen. There's short amount of time, like all that stuff. The Rock is me. Samoan, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe. So, so I think that's why it works. I know. Right? That's, like it's that's, his thing. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. That's why it works. It's I him. don't know if his the guy who plays his brother, whose name escapes me, the guy from Fear of the Walking yeah. Dead. I just mean as like, far as like honoring yeah, yeah. it yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. I, I don't like, think that they they mishandled it because it's The Rock doing it, but I just wonder why is this in this movie if not to show this part well, just of feel The Rock. shoehorned. Yeah. 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 I didn't like that. There was a comment in the YouTube video, though, that said, we pronounce Samoa better than the Samoans did <laughs> in the movie. Like, that was an actual comment. I also that mo- really, Yeah, that moment when the narrator yeah. pronounced I, I really Samoa liked better. also pointing out the whole thing of like extracting the stuff from her DNA when they have the scientists who could just make it. Yeah, I love this that. was the biggest thing. It was like, one of the biggest things for me was that why, <laughs> why do they, we need it out of her body? Yeah, that the, the whole the whole thing that uh, that they want to do in this Idris Elba wants to do in this is to uh, make this stuff and then like bring on the you know apocalypse and then those the strong people who have the the antivirus or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, can survive and they can recreate the world and their own image and and all that but the guy who synthesized it is there is they there. have him they and don't need to take it out too. yeah they don't even need yeah. to take it out of her blood um the great eddie marson yeah the eddie marson and uh then and then like yeah the the samoa thing for me that <laughs> the problem was they had only a, a certain amount of time and like there's two minutes and they're in like you the ukraine and they're like let's go to samoa and then like, oh god yeah. yes and it's like the, it takes nearly a day to get there from yeah. the ukraine so yeah. what the hell are you doing? Why, I, and why go there of all places? I hate timetables, especially in action movies and like horror movies, because they never. Because once you hear that there's a timetable, you know it's going to get fucked up. Yeah. Because people. Because then, then all of a sudden you're beholden to it. Because then when they do anything random, like they just go off and have like a, a conversation. conversation about his yeah. sister. Like, why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's you about have to, to save die. the world. Yeah. <laughs> this can wait. But that. But it's. But from a sins writing standpoint, I love hearing timetables. 
table because then I'm like, well, I'm going to yeah. get like, I'm going to get like gonna 15 get, cents out of this. You're going to get material out of it. Oh, you put fruit. a clock on the screen? No. <laughs> <Can I know? laughs> really? Real quick though, I want to go back to the chair. The, so that not the implausibility of, it, but the chair thing is something that's been going on. It, it's true lies is where this originated. I think. Do you think that's that iconic of a scene though? Because so many people have done it. I feel yeah, like the the thing that makes the chair scene in True Lies more iconic is that he tells everybody yeah. what he's going to do. It's and not the, really about breaking true. from the chair. And then the I chair. guess Charlie's Angels is making fun of that kind of. So maybe that makes sense. Yeah. But I just, I just feel Good. like although I've, didn't they they do that in Hobbs and Shaw too? Right? Yeah. Tell, oh they, yeah, that's right. He the, says he's gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna do that. Yeah. yeah, it's all True Lies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if True Lies was the first, but it feels like it's the first that I remember seeing. Yeah. Uh, doing you, it now. Do you mean there's something special about because I well, feel I like just, person in a chair has been around forever. Like that's always been. A, <laughs> there's yeah. always a person in a box. Well, no, yeah. I mean as far as torture or, goes. No, like, it's. I think. I think there's just. I think for True Lies, it was all about him saying, uh, "I'm going. I'm going to break free of my handcuffs." Yeah, that aspect. Oh, that, that thing where here's what I'm going to do. I'm yeah. going to. I, I feel like I've oh, seen yeah, that totally. several times, but I'm just saying I don't really. Is that scene that iconic? Like, I guess just to me, it isn't. It, well, it's definitely become a cliche. That's for what sure. frustrated yeah. me. Even they did this in the you guys referenced it Charlie's Angels you know with Drew Barrymore she she's like first I'm gonna do this and do this and then you watch it <laughs> I mean I guess kinda but I just saw it in Spies in Disguise that Will Smith well, that's what movie say. that just come out it had the same thing yeah, and, so, and sometimes they're not even in a chair now they just say how they're right, gonna get yeah. out of handcuffs or yeah, how they're gonna, gonna do how this. great would a comedy be if they took that and they're like first I'm gonna do this <laughs> and it was like one of those jokes talking about that lasts for a really long time and then it gets really awkward and then it gets back to funny again and then the whole time they're just back up and then they just run that'd yeah. be so fun oh the last boy scout did it that would have been before true lies mm-hmm. yeah oh look at Bruce that Willis, so. i didn't even think how about do that you do this? <laughs> and but, i love that movie yeah I, didn't think about it. I don't know why that sin was cut by the way but i do know that a lot of times it's hard to show on these things yeah. that's how that's how bad these things are because you can't you can slow it down all you want to but in our videos which are meant to go by like that yeah it's hard to like prove your work quote unquote mm-hmm. so like stuff like that is yeah some, pacing is super important on a movie and sometimes like the combiner were like no that's just gonna get lost or it's too, too fast or like good point but that's just not yeah case, sometimes so. i'll read something and i'll be like yeah i think you're right but man i'm just sitting there thinking about how, how it's gonna, gonna be gonna edited go and all yeah. that well, yeah that's kind of yeah. like we had that script together recently which i guess we'll talk about this probably next week but um where you had a bunch of really great sins but it was like 12 sins in seven seconds and i was yeah. like we can't do this many sins yeah and, and oftentimes i'll do <laughs> and they were long i too. will deliver that many so we have yeah. options that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of one yeah. of the things i do like there's a lot here pick what you want yeah yeah <laughs> sin away anything else Biter. about uh about hobbs and shaw idris elba's good well there you go <laughs> I love good at most things. I loved the sinning of his his HUD, his heads up display, and the oh like my the freeze God. frames on some of the ridiculous, stupid information. It doesn't matter. Ninety seven percent probability of bunch power. I, I remember yeah. that. I want to go back to when I first saw this trailer, uh, which I know you won't understand what that is, Aaron. But what is, uh, what is this trailer you speak of? <laughs> what? But I remember like on there has been a few episodes back in where you guys have talked about the Fast and Furious films on the Sincast, and you know, you and Jeremy both have said these are just turning into superhero movies mm-hmm. like you know jeremy's even made the joke about the transformer like if one of the cars turned into a transformer and i just remember when that trailer came out i and they had the stuff with idris elba saying i'm the black superman and stuff i just i tagged jeremy and tweeted and tweeted that to him and just said yep you and chris were right mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> these are marvel movies now 
Uh, the day I saw Furious 7, I think, and it is officially turned into full-on superhero. You know, they're jumping, yeah. you know, 20 stories down and landing on their feet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heated up a piece of lasagna that night and chipped a tooth on a fork. Uh. And I just remember thinking, <laughs> they're jumping 20 stories mm-hmm. and I can't even eat lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, one, that's the one, isn't it, where they're in the Jumanji. car in the apartment? <laughs> yeah. And then they drive yeah. through the window and yeah. then land in yeah. the other building? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and I bit my lasagna too hard so you know there's the difference sometimes yeah. man you don't heat that lasagna up right though it's got some crispy little yeah, that's true. pieces no, it's definitely mm-hmm. the fork food mm-hmm. is dangerous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was, i just, yeah, i don't recommend it. biting forks that's just no. a bad idea yeah i uh, took a filling or a i took some kind of dental work that had been done to me on a i think it was like on a like a pe- no it was on um it was on granola i was eating granola and all of a sudden i just had a piece of a tooth in my mouth i was yep. like that's interesting mm-hmm. yep fun getting older uh, speaking of getting older, let's talk about Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh, it only took two movies for <laughs> that franchise age. to stale. It doesn't technically age because it, it looks the same. Is yeah. this a movie? Um, <laughs> interesting <laughs> wait, question. Wait, is this a podcast? Mm. Are, we, no, but are I mean, we alive? But I mean, we exist? A lot of these animated movies, though, that become really popular, they make cartoons i mean they like right. disney d- did this has done this a lot like you're talking about the the philosophical discussion of film versus movie kind of idea right <laughs> no, like no, no. okay no i'm saying okay. this felt like four episodes like three episodes of a yes. cartoon yeah. merged into uh, a oh, 90 and that minute is, movie that, that despicable me 3 i think is the worst at that is yeah. legitimately three different plot lines but mm-hmm. like and disney used to do this with their direct video sequels it would be like like i remember this there was a tarzan one where they essentially just took because they were about to do a Tarzan cartoon, so they took the first like two or three episodes, put it all together, and said, "Here's Tarzan two: The Adventures of Cheetah or whatever you know, the, whatever they called it." Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I yeah. really wish sometimes if we had a video podcast because a very subtle thing just happened a moment ago, and. Um, yeah, well, my pants fall off sometimes. Well, that's okay. You know, you are now not wearing pants just like Chris isn't. Would, so. that, would, would yeah. that be subtle, though? Now like, it's yeah, subtle. Now's a good time to update everybody that I'm still just an underwear. <laughs> yeah. It's an underwear party. It's a 50-50. We know that if Aaron drops, we're in, we're, it's a totally different yeah. experience. Yeah, no, yeah. And I don't go to underwear parties. <laughs> for, and for Aaron, Aaron is just going to the bathroom eating a sandwich right now. Right, so. yes. Yeah, so. So, right. so what happened was he, Aaron thought that there was a potential for a philosophical discussion about film and he literally uh he puts his hands he he like does the thing with your fingers where they you know you go back and forth and he kind of like he clasps his hand together he leans back in his chair and goes let's do this I'm ready. <laughs> he got so excited because he thought he was going to go into a philosophical discussion i hate no. i hate that discussion well it's way. an interesting <laughs> I, I mean i i don't hate any discussion just because I, well, I love to, okay. to talk and, and debate but goody goody no no no, no. no I, true, but true, it yeah. is it is an annoying one right because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, entertainment it can it like, doesn't have have to be defined that way you have sparkles in your eyes i mean now you're a little more closed because your arms are crossed so let's move on before we get really uncomfortable do you want to do like the descriptive audio version of this podcast yes I'll just, I'll, you just... yes aaron is now crossing his arms. <laughs> that's right it'll yeah. be a companion podcast you play them both at the same time right. <laughs> yeah. yeah no it could work <laughs> really I mean, well police... chris is rolling his eyes at <laughs> police academy five assignment miami beach i mean that's sentiment of somebody right sure of course why, why not? not who 
Who? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> who are you? Yeah, uh, who does the Simcast, presented by Cinema Sins, and tell us who, <laughs> if you think Police Academy <laughs> over saw, Miami Beach is I saw there. that in the theater. I think that was 88, so I was 11 or 12. I don't know when those came out during the year, but I remember not liking that. Like, how hard would it be to make, like, an 11-year-old yeah, not like a this police This is the way academy. I was about Ghostbusters, too. Yeah. Superman 4 was another one I remember. Uh, oh, God. Quest for Peace. Yeah, Superman 4 I was really, definitely... I was still in, I was still in <laughs> denial in some of those movies. I mean, though, I like, loved Superman 3 as a kid. I remember uh, my dad taking me to, in 1985, took me to Transylvania 6-5000. No. Oh, yeah and he took me to godzilla 1985 those are and, classics and both of those movies i remember afterwards going i didn't I, you know in my childhood i was like i didn't i didn't like it but i liked it <laughs> they were good God, godzilla 1985 that was like one of the well it was one of the i guess around that time it was one of the times where they tried to make one american like they tried to get it to american audiences yeah um, we're doing everything possible not to talk about secret life of pets too and not, i totally understand to that sorry go for um, it have, who's seen it because i'm i have i mean I, 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 I had I to watch it. it i have not so I, I, jonathan i think you're the only one in this room who's actually oh, seen no. the movie uh this is a Cher watkins script yeah. so barrett and jonathan wrote on this so you're the one that gets to tell us is this is there anything well i think we have some notes from barrett on this too yes I but do. it's how not, do you feel about this movie i think barrett and i were about the same it it it's not terrible but it like i said it just feels like it feels like episodes of a cartoon because okay. you have like you basically have like three i think it's three different storylines going and they kind of like a couple of them kind of come together at the end but basically all it, all your characters are separated i don't even know if we had it we it, i can't remember if it ended up in the video but at one point i had written like a lost reference because that's one of the things about lost that annoyed me was that there was like about a three season there's like two or three seasons where all the characters were scattered right and i was like and when i was like but the thing that worked so well about lost was these characters together right and then they just decided to separate them so it's kind of like in this like you separate all these characters that worked that can worked I, better together but i didn't like the first one can so. i ask you about i didn't much care for the first one either yeah. um but it, it felt to me like maybe it suffered a little bit from what i call ice age syndrome which is every new movie adds you know 10 more characters and all of a sudden you're dealing with a cast of i'm trying to remember 50 different pets that you're yeah, trying to follow and they didn't add that many there is a there is like a, a dog that Harrison Ford voices. Right. And then there's a, a tiger. I think it's a... Yeah, it is. It's like a... Okay. It's like some kind of Chinese tiger. They don't add that much. Was... Wait, was... um And then I guess they do add the character. Uh, was Tiffany Haddish in the first one? I don't think no. she was. So they add hers. But... Yeah. Um, so it's not that bad, but it's... Okay. Ju- but like I said, it's just more... Now, they do definitely, like, they... You know, everybody thought Snowball was funny, so let's have 50% right. more Snowball. Right. Yeah. And uh, so they have a lot of that. And... Um, um, and then, like I said, they just have all these different characters going off in different directions, and there's like ends up being like three different storylines. It just it feels like a TV show. Adding fifty percent more snowball is a, <laughs> a direct way to get really hooked on cocaine. I'm just <laughs> there you that go. Is, mm-hmm. that is Personal sure. experience. Personal experience. Like, do you think that the the movie? Uh, suffered a little bit from the fact that Louis C.K. couldn't be the the net the he was the main character yeah, in the first but one. Patton Oswalt's fine. No, Patton yeah, Oswalt's yeah, yeah. fine. It just that it just doesn't seem like there was a continuity. It seemed like they didn't know what they were going to do after Louis C.K.'s stuff came out, and that they were uh, wow, that could really be a bad pump. Um, but <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, of course um, it crossed my mind. <laughs> but, but I was yeah, but. Uh, 
but he i feel like they may have been right it's yeah. almost kind of like the dark knight where we all believe that uh, heath ledger was going to be in the dark knight rises and yeah. they still came out with that dark knight rises anyway even though they had to scramble and make yeah. a new movie uh could be and it feels like secret life of pets may have had to go through the same thing it definitely felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do i mean i i still don't even really know what it's about like it's definitely not saying anything like there's you know like it's i don't even know like what lessons it's teaching. i mean it feels like the definition of we made a movie that made you know 400 million dollars we have to make a sequel like mm-hmm. it feels yeah, like for sure. a forced sequel and you know, um example yeah because i mean i don't really like the despicable me sequels but i can at least see where there's some thought at least the second one sure there's some thought there but this one just yeah like i said it just feels like a non-starter uh the louis ck thing that was interesting because like barrett and i we, we i think we both wrote a couple of different things because it was kind of one of those things where it's like we need to mention it we don't really want to mention it. it's kind of like trump and home alone too mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those things where it was just like we got to say something about this but we don't really yeah and and uh but i think it turned out what we what we used was perfect yeah but, no, i uh, thought it was yeah, good so i thought it was good i don't i haven't seen the secret life of pets uh, any of them but the animation looks interesting it's it's the it's that illumination is that illumination is that the name of the company yep, yeah okay i thought i said that wrong yeah because i was gonna say illumination animation that just didn't sound right <laughs> it's illumination entertainment entertainment yeah, yeah yeah it just looks like it could be kind of fun and uh one of the things that barrett said was that uh, let me actually read that yeah part. what did barrett have to say not a lot he said secret life of pets 2 was completely unwatchable and had some talent but it was at least three different episodes of a tv show or something thrown together much like you're talking yeah. about did he say was completely unwatchable or wasn't completely unwatchable was not completely okay. unwatchable right. sorry um and then he also said only worth watching on a long plane ride with my son a few months ago so that's, that's kind of like th- to me it seems like a movie that would be really just an easy thing mindless thing to just have potentially on for a kid to well watch. that's another thing i watched this movie like three months ago i mean no joke i've probably seen close to 100 movies since i've seen this movie and it's pretty forgettable like yeah. i mean so it i mean i'm i mean i'm surprised i'm remembering what i remember i guess watching the video helped but yeah it's pretty forgettable yeah yeah so it's a bummer but it, it's a weird one for me too because um i haven't seen it and usually i see pretty much everything and it's just one that i was like never felt the need to have any kind of opinion on <laughs> like, just, well, nobody like, was ever asking me what do you think did about it even get, did, it too? didn't get nominated did it at the no, critics choice awards no, i didn't no, think it did no so yeah so it's kind of a weird one because that was was that your first wasn't that like your first screener it was or? the first yeah i remember you tweeting yeah. that out yeah. yeah and they actually sent you a blu-ray like you actually got yeah, probably they, what chris they has. pushed it they sent a lot of stuff for secret life of pets too so well, i would think it, i guess any animated film you release you might as well might as well push that because well I, it is yeah. not it is not so this is a total aside it yeah. is not surprising me that the missing link is getting these nominations because they went all out for award season Leica does really goes out for the awards they sent it's incredible like some incredible how much stuff. that really can impact uh, we're humans you know, right and like, it could I mean it could win is it is it nominated for best it yeah, is okay it, it is it could win because it won it won win. golden globe uh, yeah but that's the golden globe you guys gave toy story four right right the correct answer yes <laughs> has a sequel won best animated oscar oh yeah, uh, yeah toy okay. story three didn't yeah. Oh, Toy Story 3. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know, I'm just curious because I, well, I was going to say, I mean, not, I, you know, it, it would be weird if it, it would be interesting if it did win because I'd be like, out of all the like of films, like that's the one that won. <laughs> I, know, I don't right? think any of them have won. No, I don't think so. 
because, I mean, Disney's almost had like a, I mean, they've almost won all of them, I would guess, Disney and Pixar. Right. But anyways, sorry. Secret yeah, Life Secret, of Pets Secret Life Slop Pets. 2, as Barrett kept calling <laughs> it, which two. I didn't even think about that until he was like emailing me like, here's the Slop 2 combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed the thoughts on uh, how wild animals, why would they speak a different language than domesticated animals yeah. when the species seem to see, speak the same language? I thought that was this a good This is a huge weird like it's we call it a problem it's not really a problem for the movie because it you know they're trying to make it where it's understandable to the yeah. audience and everything but this is something that they never explain fully in any talking animal uh, m- uh movie is either like in dr doolittle like is he talking back to them in their language or are they just speaking english to each other doesn't seem to be that because nobody can hear them speaking english to each other but yet at the same time like they they went back and forth and dr doolittle saying oh you're you're barking like a dog and then no he's not i, I think dr doolittle tried to make it too clear like they tried to they they tried to make it sound like he was actually learning the different sounds mm-hmm. they, because they there's a um there's an apprentice in the new dr doolittle that's actually learning the languages i'm like wait i thought it was like this magical thing that he was able to do yeah mm-hmm. i just and, assumed it i mean it seems like it would be the easiest way to explain it would be when he talks the dog hears whatever a dog would hear the yeah, cat just hears a whatever thing. a cat yeah, yeah, yeah. A universal translator thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Star he's got, Trek. He's got yeah. a babblefish, you know. Or right, something, right, so. right. And uh, and so like all these, I, and I saw the first Secret Life of Pets, and they went back and forth between you know how do they understand and how you know it, it they they muddled that up too. It's they never give you a quite like if you would yeah just say magic if you could just say magic somehow right then, you know it would it, it would just go with it yeah. yeah and like and if they're all talking to each other I mean I would think you'd have like noise complaints and stuff because I mean it's like that dog has been barking for like five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah or like if i was the owner i'd be like shut up it's true that's so i mean true. that's so funny oh god that reminds me of when i had to go tell my neighbor to shut his dog up at like one one o'clock in the morning once because oh, no. he just let his dog just speaking bark. of underwear mm-hmm. yeah he answered the door in his underwear oh wow i think aaron was referring you went over there in yours <laughs> oh, okay. no, i, I just forgot know that the part story. Of the story oh oh i got it you. was so awkward hi jeff dog won't shut up mm-hmm. also yeah. nice tidy whities and your balls are hanging out <laughs> <laughs> um uh, this was one of those videos that i didn't write on but i i was listening to watching so much of it going man I, that's a joke i would have written like do you ever have that experience when you're just like mm-hmm. somebody is on my wavelength in this in this writing because like the sarcasm yeah. joke was, oh the uh, sins the, yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. sins themselves um i'm gonna take credit for that one that was totally me great job <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> i was i was happy with that one and uh, even barrett was like i love it or something yeah yeah and you're no, like, thank you good stuff i, I loved the um you know the alternate title like winter is coming um yeah. like that stuff that was vaguely yeah, we had a lot or of overtly sexual but you know kind of funny like there were just so many in this so i was just like oh nice i'd I, you know i wish i had written that there was actually one point where i was like wait did i write on this one? no no <laughs> wait, i no, didn't no, write no. on this mm-hmm. one so yeah so it was good stuff do you have any other thoughts today nope. that was it any other thoughts on uh, slop two not me all right uh <laughs> we will move on then let's hit keeping tabs Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again. Um... Mm-hmm. Those are my. Dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're? Okay, we're gonna try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about. The survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're just going to tell a story from the uh, putting together of the week's content. can be maybe a funny Google search that happens, some strange research, a deleted sin, whatever the case may be. Um, I'll kick it off since I already kind of uh, laid my cards on the table with the uh, cephalic lobes uh, that uh, stingrays have. I always like the it was just weird to see in Steven Universe these, you know, they were very bulbous. Yeah, they were bulbous. They were like thin. They they were very bulby. Yeah. Yeah. And they hung like they hung like off the chin. yeah, like either testicles or saggy boobs or something like that. And it was just like, I don't think those ever look like that. And then I wondered, well, is it like dorsal fins? Because you'll hear of like when um, the killer whales are, you know, exhausted or depressed, like their dors- dorsal fins sag. start to sag and, and that kind of stuff. I was like, is that a thing? And so mm-hmm. I did research on these things, which I found out are called cephalic lobes. And they're an actual part of, you know, what the, the manta rays specifically use for like food collection. Yeah, but it's more like finger shaped. Oh, yeah. They never look like that. They're very, yeah. in fact, the, the word phallic is in that for a reason. They're, they're much yeah. more, you know, cylindrical and, yes. and straight. I so. know this because we see manta rays a lot because we have a really amazing aquarium in Springfield. It's like a national award winning aquarium. It's, it's a, at Bass it's, Pro headquarters. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have a whole manta ray tank at the very end where you can put your hand down and the manta ray. Mm-hmm. And so we see them up close all the time. And they, yeah, they're just, they, they're like little fingers. Yeah, definitely so, not. They're definitely not balls. And so it was. It was weird to me because then I started thinking, like, why does somebody make that decision animation wise? Oh, maybe he has like inflammation. <laughs> mm. Well, know? that's what I wondered, but I or couldn't like, find anything. Or like, up, and he needs to go to the like the manta ray doctor and have that's it gross. Excised. I wonder if there's like a show on uh, manta ray discovery. You know, Doctor Cephalic, like like the pimple popper. popper? Yeah. yeah, yeah, cephalic Probably. popper. Probably yeah. that's your next keeping tab. <laughs> find that. Search for it, Aaron. I am uh, no not watching Doctor Pimple Popper. That no. is not nope. happening. Nope. I am not. There's no part of me. Has there ever been a part of me that is interested in seeing pus squeezed out of human beings? No. Nope. What What is that? Okay. Who is it? Those things are getting ratings. They're on TV for a reason. Oh, Today, yeah. you're about to tell me it's you. 
Yeah, I'm about to tell you that part of me understands What? It. What but is I, that? I was, my mother was obsessed with popping pimples on me growing up. Okay. And her father was obsessed with popping pimples on her. Okay. So it's like a thing. This is a thing you're not supposed to do, right? I don't think so. You, I, doesn't like, it make your face pockmarked and all that? Yeah, yeah, you can get that. And Especially also, if you're aggressive with it. If you're not, if you're not like washing your hands, you can uh, actually spread, you know, like the dirt infection. around and you can yeah. actually cause more. This is why... I I got oxy and stuff when I like you know oxy oh my clean. god those yeah, yeah. oxy pads yeah those a- things would rip like a layer of skin off oh yeah those man. things were crazy and it was always like well it must be doing something because it sure is it's burning dirty. like it's, yeah <laughs> it's dirty and it burns yeah. it's working yeah. but anyways I when I got married I would instinctively just like when I'm scratching my husband's back I'd start to just there's like this little picking motion I don't know that I was as interested in like the popping part of it but I had this natural thing thing and so i worked for years to just completely stop picking my own face was a huge thing picking his body and then now it's not i don't even think about it i don't pop things i'm not obsessed with stuff like that and i will not pop my daughter's like she's had several times just as a kid where she's got like a like a buildup on her face i I just leave it alone i don't even touch it because i'm like i am not going to do what was done to me and it was like being groomed like a monkey you still have you just like lay there and your mom just sort of grooms you and pops up but then there's also this uncomfortable thing where you're like ah but you still haven't sold me on why you would want to watch a show of the extreme this is versions a, this. is this. a thing, though. There's, I'm like, videos on YouTube. There's no, it's channel. a show now. It's oh, I know it became channel. a show, but going okay. into that. Estheticians, you know, so I go and get a facial every, like, three months or something. And part of it is that they will, you know, they will extract whatever needs to be extracted from your face. And that's what they do all day long. They have client after client where they're just sitting there like extracting. So I'm sure there's part of it that's just like a, like some people would watch a show about surgeries or something. Yeah, but that seems a little more like underground. To me. Like it doesn't seem like, you know. There's a proper way to, to to get stuff out of your body like that. Yeah. I don't see like Dr. Spleen Squeezer. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, you know. The surgery <laughs> I would watch that's that. That's because you're not supposed <laughs> to squeeze your spleen, Aaron. Oh, is that why? Oh, okay. All anyway, right, fair enough. Sorry. Just... No, no, no. It's a, that's, that is that is where all this has led, and that, that is fine with it's me. It's my but... fault. I I said that I said that his he had pussy ball face, and I'm sorry. Well, I, you know, I derailed us. Uh huh. Well, they should have just called the show "Pussy Ball Face." <laughs> that's and right. It would have been much better. Yeah. Uh, what did you have, Jonathan? <laughs> I and uh, we were doing Hobbs and Shaw. We were playing around, or I I think we both actually did this, where we were playing around with the title of the film, just because it's just so, it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the great sin which is Hobbs and Shaw two Hobbs two Shaw or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we were just playing so but I and I didn't really do anything with this but I just decided to look up like crazy titles just to see if there was something I could throw in there just to be really silly um, which <laughs> I actually added one because we were talking about this on uh, the Sincast which I guess dropped today we were talking about descriptive titles mm-hmm. so the positively true adventures of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering mom was actually on my list mm-hmm. uh, the house with the laughing windows which I've actually seen. That's an Italian horror film. Uh, Sorority Babes and the Slime Bowl Arama, which I've sadly seen hmm. a couple of times. That was a USA Up All Night. You remember USA Up All yeah. Night? 
They would was show it, that on USA that, Up All Night all the, the time. Is that the one that Elvira hosted? No, well, no, it was, but it was kind of like that. It was, but it was uh, Gilbert Godfrey was a host oh, for okay. a while. Rhonda, Shearer. I vaguely remember I wasn't supposed to watch it, and, and yeah, maybe they just I tried showed they just showed like weird, like weird horror movies and sex yeah. comedies and yeah. stuff like that. So, and then um, I found these ones I never even heard of. There's one called The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies, <laughs> and it's from the '60s. <laughs> so I don't know what. The what was the one wrong. this year? What was the one about killing Hitler that came out this year that had the super long weird title? Yeah, that's actually where the, yeah, the question, the question came. Oh, okay. that actually came, and they said the it was a Sam Elliott movie. Yeah, uh, where uh, the person who killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. Or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Englishman who went up a hill came down a mountain. Yeah, and there's another movie that I found called The Perils of Gwendolyn in the Land of the Yik Tak. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> Poor Gwendolyn. I know. Mm-hmm. He's uh, got those perils. Yeah. Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong, which is a full moon thing, I think. Uh, Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla, which is mm-hmm. really, that could have fit with the specific titles. Yeah. And then my favorite was Can Hieronymus Merkin Ever Forget Mercy Humpy and Find True Happiness? Mm. Mm. <laughs> which nice. is also, I believe, from the 60s. Nice. So, but uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Very nice. Chris, did you have any, uh, um, any thoughts from your, your work week last I week? I feel like there's uh, always uh, stuff that I'm looking up. I don't remember anything specifically from Hobbs and Shaw. Other than there's a there's a thing that I will do where um and when I they'll say something in the movie and I'll be like wait a minute did 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 they did they mention that in an earlier movie so I'll have to go through and like uh you know we got this big digital library of movies and I'll go through all these Fast and Furiouses and everything and just kind of look for uh look for things and and a lot of times it's like looking at the prior movies and certain scenes and this one uh, we've mentioned it before but uh especially i think i think the sin you it was the sin you wrote jonathan the the whole uh that he's a bad guy and all that and i wanted to show this in the in the sin so so i went back to furious seven or whatever it was to go and find that hospital scene where you know like it was even worse than i even remember (laughs) like it was like how much he had done and everything (laughs) and they're just forgiving him for all of that and everything so that was um it's like the opening of bad boys for life yeah (laughs) it's kind of like that yeah so like that was the my tab quote unquote was really looking at the prior movies and everything to to sort of do reference to it and everything i am almost certain oh i can guarantee you that i looked up on uh typed in uh flight time between ukraine and samoa of course yeah uh which i think is something like 20 hours or something yeah but the place where they were in ukraine like they weren't in a major city or anything right so they would have had to drive drive to uh you know a place that where they could get a flight and plus they're having to get this like unchartered unknown flight that nobody can track and everything so they had to get it out there in the middle of the ukraine of course ryan reynolds no is it kevin hart it's kevin (laughs) Kevin hart Hart, yeah kevin (laughs) kevin hart's the one who gets them the flight and um and so that was a great sin too on the plane where we didn't even show kevin hart we just talked about (laughs) him being there we're like we're not even gonna show you yeah (laughs) yeah 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 um and uh but he gets them a flight and 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 going through all the time uh 
uh, issue because again talking about how the uh the the stuff that's in vanessa kirby's bloodstream or whatever is supposed to like blow up or whatever in 24 hours they just didn't have the time to do all this stuff plus they get to samoa and they have to prepare for battle and all this other stuff for hours they they, (laughs) the samoa thing they like prepare for a whole like protracted battle overnight none of these digging explosions into every 15 feet of the road yeah Yeah, an obstacle course of junkyard stuff it was like it was like uh did you see the latest rambo like all yeah, that stuff yeah. that he put together himself somehow. You know? But that was that was at least like over years, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the, but yeah, that's that is a great part because the rocks even like we're gonna have to go old school. It's like how is this old school? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't remember them setting up like C four and stuff back in the you know twelve hundreds. <laughs> yeah, whatever. yeah. Is it, <laughs> there's some things like yeah. I'm sure everybody on the <laughs> island decided that they were going to help out, but even so, <laughs> some of the things that they are doing would take more than a day just for one thing to get finished. yeah oh yeah you know so like they do all that stuff yeah exactly danae is it's doing the, sh- the head shake of shame this is why over i don't there. like those kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> they drive yeah. me nuts mm-hmm. except turn your brain off so yeah you can do it sometimes yeah no i just I, not for I this job i do know how to do that mm-hmm. like for the pimple popping videos <laughs> yes mm-hmm. oh it's a new channel cinema sins sins popping but no mm-hmm. <laughs> no okay um i already talked about mine i looked up blowing up a balloon underwater yeah. and i looked up helium and where it comes from the video that i watched was sally lepage l-e space p-a-g-e it was really instructional and she's just this a scuba advocate and she had a really educational video on and it wasn't just like here's how blowing up a balloon underwater works she talks about how like the scuba gear like when you when you use it it's using a specific pressurized for this and then whenever you transfer the pressure in this way it does this way over my head um but it was as as always i'll say it a thousand times i'm sure i love people's passion and you could tell she's really passionate about right. scuba and all that stuff i personally don't like being underwater so i would never scuba but watching someone else do it when it's just an educational video about a balloon it didn't freak me out it didn't trigger you know anything for me and it was really interesting she didn't she couldn't do it herself and then she had another person uh, that was able to get a balloon and maybe like the size of my fist and they were really proud of that so it's just, super fast that's what i looked up i can't blow a balloon up like outside of water so. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i've tried it sucks it's hard yeah yeah scuba's great has anybody else ever scuba dived uh i have no. oh no i've never yeah, full on scuba. i've snorkeled but i've never full on it's, scuba dive there's something about being underwater and being able to breathe that is really cool like i don't know yeah. I or traumatizing or traumatizing it's possible <laughs> until you turn around see that yeah. shark and you're like god damn well we went we see it jonathan 47 meters down <laughs> we uh we scuba dive and that would terrify me we, if I was I, down we, there it would be awful we went to a place called stingray city which is where fishermen used to throw their fish scraps off and so the stingrays have learned to like feed there and mm-hmm. live there forever and we went down and knelt in a circle on the bottom of the ocean there and the stingrays would just come up over you and go around the circle and I mean does any of you hand. think was, about was, Steve was, Irwin though like, it was any part of you think about that I don't I think that I don't think that had actually happened at that point oh, when okay. we did that so no I mean I think about that stuff yeah, but that was but, really like 
a yeah. million to one. Yeah, right? it was like yeah, it he was got like he got him in the billion, exact spot. Yeah, yeah, and he pulled it out. Yeah, if he had left that in, apparently he'd have been okay. He may have. May have he been okay. May have been okay. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you hear that a lot, but like if somebody like stabbed me or something, that's immediately what I of would course. do. I would of just course. yank get it, it out of me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, hopefully there'd be somebody there to be like, no. I mean, hopefully I never get stabbed. But if I do, you're talking about <laughs> how yeah. it how it basically becomes a bandage and it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Until a doctor can you know get in there. Yeah. Okay, keep it from, well, if we pull this from barb out, out and, we're gonna do because it Because when way. you pull it out, yeah, you're like pulling stuff back out. And it was in his heart. And well, so especially ripped. the stingray barbs are, you know, yeah. they are built that way to like yeah. tear stuff up when they come out. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. Great, great conversation yeah. for today. No, hey, it's, anytime it's we talk fault. about underwater, we're going to some pretty hard places. And <laughs> it's my fault because I brought it up. No worries. Underwater balloon. Still more palatable than the pimple popping. Though. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the comment section. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment uh, to respond to from the week's videos. Um, so, Jonathan, why don't you kick us off? Um, we've talked about a couple of them. You mentioned Despicable Me 3. That was actually a comment that got made about oh, okay. the, the separate TV episodes and everything. It is It is the, uh, to me, it's the epitome of that. Yeah. I, uh, I, don't, I, just, I don't remember. I just remember, uh, what's his name, was the villain. Trey Parker. Park. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah, the blew Rubik's, that bubble. That's yeah, all I remember. Yeah, the Rubik's Cube was one of the plots. The girls had their own separate. And the men. B plot and the minions had a separate. Yeah, C plot that, that movie is just in. Like, God, isn't minions weird. two coming out this year? I, something about minions, oh. I think, is coming out. I don't know. It's terrible. Uh, think well, we've already done that movie though. At least um, I learned something. Well, then on the Secret Life of Pets two, also this was just one of those things where I was like, hey, you taught me something I didn't know. Uh, and this wasn't in reference to a sin we did or anything. It was just he was just throwing this out there it was uh Jellin the cat sorry i'm a little farther away from my computer than normally um he said actual siberian or her her actual siberian tigers are extinct or nearly so because circuses and zoos kept crossbreeding them with larger cousins to make them more impressive that's got to be about 500 million cents and i was like interesting yeah, i did yeah. not know that hmm. that they're not really siberian tigers anymore, we've kind of bred them out of existence yeah that's sad go us I mean, yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Siberian tigers mm-hmm. sounds like something we want. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. It's How just weird that, that we things? can. It's just weird that we can do that. Like, yeah. And is that going to eventually happen to dogs because they're doing all this crossbreeding with dogs to like help people with allergies and all that kind of stuff? Are we going to like not have like Labradors anymore because they're all Labradoodles? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just weird. We don't have bananas anymore. Did you know that? No, bananas are that way. So yeah, what am the, I? What am the, I eating every day? The, it's the Cavendish it's, or yeah, whatever. Cavendish or something. Yeah, the actual bananas that people huh. use, they don't exist anymore but whatever i'm eating is the, very tasty they, they, there was a yeah there was some was it some sort of shortage or something and they crossbred something yeah and now we have the cavendish how long has that been a long it's, time it's been a few decades yeah oh it's like pretty much our lifetime yeah i think we i think growing up we ate bananas i i could be wrong about that yeah. but then uh but then technically what we're eating that, is a different and fruit. now that they, is my favorite fruit now they're doing the genetic thing where there's not even any seeds and stuff in anymore so like that's the apples yeah that's that really have common, are basically yeah. like sweet styrofoam chunks apples they've yeah. been able to breed seeds i've never had a seedless apple i don't think i have either that's yeah. interesting it's wow. scary like you just eat the whole thing there's not a core or anything yeah i don't like it. oh that's interesting hmm. yeah i stopped shopping at a store i won't go in it scares me <laughs> it's just witchcraft yeah yeah, yeah it's like voodoo what is right. this 
Right. Um, I uh, my my comment that I really enjoyed was from M, who said about SpongeBob, the rock bottom bus depot closes at closes at F past one one one. Final sin tally one one one. Could it be? <laughs> we uh, when we did Back to the Future, the uh, sin total ended up being um, what was it? Uh, was it eighty five? Was it? I'm trying to remember the speed that they. Oh, eighty eight. It's eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. God, why can't I? That, that's the movie that I know a million. Like, I just could not think of eighty eight for some reason. Yeah. I think the sin total ended up being eighty eight on that. Ooh. And uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it may have been eighty nine, and then I cut one just right. so just that it so would. That it, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, yeah so it does happen. Stuff. Sometimes it is intentional. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, mine comes from Sweet Ashlyn. Uh, says, me knowing that this is one of my favorite episodes. This is the SpongeBob video, by the way. Me knowing that this is one of my favorite episodes and knowing what comments will likely be made. I'm going to be hurt by this. I just know it. Me, after watching and laughing my ass off the entire time, still one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> but this was fantastic. Yeah, I read that. Uh, also super happy to see the negative sin right off the bat regardless of how inconsistent the body models ended up being further on we got into the show always great to promote body positivity so i appreciated that comment for a couple of reasons um but i also love every single comment that's like i love this show i know it's gonna hurt but you guys are hilarious like that's because you get it like that's that's how it's supposed to be so yeah uh so yeah i loved bringing that one up chris i mean if you had a comment but we know you don't like to read them so just (laughs) i mean if you had one i would respond but i'm not yeah i'm uh, here, here's one. Here's one from Danae. Okay. Do Do you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes, Danae. But the but the, he might yell at you. But the, the, yeah, I might yell at him. Yeah, yell at her. But like, uh, no, uh, I, I'm trying to figure out where this question is coming from, uh, oh, and it, when it, it and when on, you wanted to do the Dungeons and Dragons, since we live in different states. It was on Hobbs and Shaw, and um, weirdly, it says something about the internet being an option too. This comment. Oh, oh, oh. You had a you, you played. Dungeons right. and Dragons on yeah. the internet? You, you played know, with CinemaSins people, right? Actually, I mean, that fans. super happened. There was a whole fan discussion about, like, let's play D&D together, and one person is a dungeon master. He put the whole, like, game together, and we played online. On There's, like, a website where you can, you know, see a map and everything, and he drew a map. It was the City of Sin, and uh, everything, like he gave that it was encouraged to try to make like cinema sense jokes so at mm-hmm. one point in time there was he, he was describing this person who was kind of setting the scene and I was like is this person doing narration ding and everyone <laughs> laughed because mm-hmm. that's just like so it was really fun yeah we got to play with some fans and it was it was a, a lot of a lot of fun and actually um, we have other people that were hoping to be able to play everyone almost everyone was in a different time zone so the DM was in the UK there was somebody that was in Canada I think there was someone from California and then two that were in central mm-hmm. so we all just kind of found a time that would work for everyone and played for about four hours and had a really good time so hopefully we'll be able to do that again yeah okay nice so it was fun it was fun. that's yeah. like four hours god that's like that's why i don't play golf <laughs> no <laughs> right? it is a time commitment because yeah. you know you're someone's describing a scene people are asking questions you're going on a little adventure then you know maybe there's a, a, a goblin attack and then everyone's mm-hmm trying to you know save the day and so each person has to take a turn then you, and it then just you gotta time. pray apparently God, yeah <laughs> so much of that yes so apparently yeah. thanks for ans- thanks for asking that question from the video yes yes from <laughs> yeah. quote, quote, Danae, exactly on the Hobbs and Shaw video yeah I, I probably should go and like just put it in there just for fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright let's move on to Beyond the Sins to infinity and beyond somewhere beyond my wild history 
to boldly go where no man has gone before. We're each going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently that we want people to know about, either to let them know how amazing it is or maybe how not so amazing it is, depending. Um, I'll start with something I thought was amazing, which is Picard. I saw the first episode of Picard, and it's really good. Mm -hmm. Like, not just good. Like, like, I want this to be a movie now. (laughs) Like, And it kind of is, you know? So I had a really good time. Jonathan, you've seen it too, right? Yes, I pretty much, as soon as I got up on Thursday, I just uh, this was like my Mandalorian. Um, Yes, I liked it a whole lot and was glad to actually read that. It seems like most people like it. There's those like outliers. There's those fans that are like, you know, uh, you know, data was never made of cells and, you know, bullshit like that. But um, but yeah, (laughs) we wouldn't uh, know anything about pedantic (laughs) arguments about (laughs) pop culture content. Exactly. No, no, no. I really liked it. Yeah, no, I really liked it. I thought it was cool, too, how I didn't even think about it till I read somebody else talking about this. This is like the first sequel like right this is the first like moving forward storyline since like voyager and star trek nemesis because they everything else has been prior or it's created an alternate timeline but they do play off the they do continue off jj abrams uh what happened to romulus right which which is what which is what i which is what propels uh his first movie his first star trek movie yeah so it's kind of in an expanded start you know like in the canon of the jj stuff right yeah and it also continues off nemesis really well too because there's so this, is, there's the stuff with data is star and, trek like is everything star trek has ever done canon to the same universe i mean i know jj's stuff did like well a, i mean jj's is too i mean the stuff that happened on romulan would have been on romulus god i sound like such a geek here the stuff that happened on romulus would have been in the normal timeline right and then because of the way because of what happened in that movie they kind of created their own the kelvin timeline i All think right. is what they call so, it now so pretty much the the star trek universe canon, is yeah. canon mm-hmm. it's just that there's two timelines now that we're kind of keeping track of at least yeah yeah okay yeah. interesting no yeah they, they they're pretty much yeah i mean i you know like as far as like films and television now like i don't think they do things with the novels and stuff the novels are i think there are some but like that's typically a separate thing like they're very because i've read writers talk about how they were specifically told like you can't kill people you know you can't enter you can't do this with them and all that kind of right. stuff so but uh but yeah pretty much so i am not a trekker or a trekkie depending on your uh, preferred lingo yeah. um which doesn't mean i don't like it it just means i'm not like paying super yeah, yeah. duper attention to it i'm watching them as pieces of content and enjoying them um and this is kind of the first one where after i watched it i was like maybe i kind of want to be a trekker <laughs> like i'm just gonna like, i kind of want to study this stuff i kind of you know because there it just you can feel the depth of that world in this show and just mm-hmm. I'm like, I love the technology. I want to kind of see how that technology compares to, mm-hmm. you know, other pieces of content from the Star Trek universe. Um, yeah, I just I really dug a lot about. Well, and show. I and I like and one thing about Star Trek that I've always really liked is they really delve into the the they I, I love the um, I love how they really deal with like people making decisions, like people making choices that are going to you know yeah. change could change the course of everything, and they really really tackle that hard and. Uh, you can kind of see there's probably going to be some stuff here where that's going to stem from because I mean I don't want to give away anything but the things we find out like that have happened to like you know androids and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that like what's going to kind of kick off this storyline is uh, is really intriguing it's very totally. much like classic Trek but at the same time this also feels more like Discovery it's very modernized and Stewart just jumps right back into this he like he's never been it, gone man. he's yeah. so good yeah and he's 79 now like oh he, wow I didn't yeah, even know that he's almost 80 and he is just he is delivered 
delivering a you know performance just full of life. I will so, say because I've had some people ask me this. I you don't have to watch. Well, you watched it. You haven't seen like every episode no, of Next Generation. No, not at all. I, you definitely don't have to do that. I do think having knowledge of the first J.J. Abrams movie is probably a good idea. Yeah. Having knowledge at least of Nemesis is probably not a bad idea. They I have read that having not because uh, critics saw the first three episodes. I have read that having knowledge of First Contact is helpful, but I don't think if you haven't seen any of those i still think you're going to be able to the other get thing into I, this the other thing i really liked about it is that it is it feels like it's willing to take risks there's yeah. some things that happen in this first episode that i'm like you just went there yeah and i it's so i was like yes let's do this well like, that and that's the thing that's and i know i i get like you know jeremy was talking about cbs all access if, if you're a patron you get to listen to the hangout you heard him talking about this about how <laughs> it's you know i i get the i get the thing about it's just another thing to pay for blah 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 but I don't think this show exists if it's not on CBS All Access. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I don't think, I mean, I, I don't think a network is going to carry a Star Trek show. I mean, or is going to, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't think we would get Discovery. I don't think we would get Picard if we didn't have CBS All Access. So while right. I get the argument, I, I'm i glad, you know. It's, it's like, just annoying. Yeah, I think we're all yeah. just annoyed. We're yeah. just annoyed that there are eight different services and exactly. we try to have to juggle them and figure out what's worth it. And it's just, it'll it'll clear up eventually. But, I mean, but they do, they release Discovery on Blu-ray I, or on DVD. I assume they'll do the same with this. So you could get the physical media sure. eventually if you don't have a chance to watch it. Uh, but I highly recommend it. I mean. Yeah, it's a huge recommend for me as well. So, Chris, what do you got? Um, I don't know how well this show is being received right now. It, it looks like on the IMDb people aren't liking it, but I've been watching Avenue 5, which only has two episodes right now. The uh, the new Armando Iannucci uh, series from the guy who did Veep and In the Loop and all that. Um, but uh, I... I, I have enjoyed it so far. It still has the same kind of smart writing and everything. Uh, we were talking about it earlier, Aaron, and I think you were saying how it feels rushed, and I agree with that. Uh, I think that uh, it's possible maybe they they blew their wad on the whole, like, they're going to be, uh, they're off course, like right off at the beginning, right. basically. And I feel like they could have built up a lot of these characters yeah. uh, first, and then maybe by the end of the uh, season, could have gotten to that whole directed off course thing because now the whole directed off course thing is the entire series right and uh and and now like every episode is feels almost like prison break in a way where it's where they're like uh i know the like they keep trying to find new ways to get back earlier and everything and that's where the whole story is going but that said the way it started out and everything i do like how i do think it's funny i think the actors like hugh laurie's doing Doing his usual best josh gad's great in it zach woods who's always a scene stealer uh is great in this uh so far so good as far as the writing is concerned and tv is a writer's medium so it's uh it's it's been fun so far but so far looks like people on the imdb and whatnot they don't they're not getting this series right away yeah but i like it I yeah. can't. I can't wait to watch it. I just. I mean. I. It, I'm definitely going to. I just need a second. Yeah. I to thought it was really funny. On. I think I'll probably include some of that stuff in the outtakes too, so people can kind of hear our, our further discussion of it too. But. Um. But yeah. I, I think it's really funny. I do just. I think it feels. Uh, and I've only seen the pilot. I've only seen the first episode. But I did. I thought it felt a little discombobulated at points. You know, just like it was couldn't quite find yeah. its 
its rhythm of mm-hmm. how it, to interact with its characters. And I think what you just said about um, giving us some more space to get to know the characters first is exactly right. I think that's part of it. If they could have made it where Zach Woods was going around to each of everybody's compartments, and if you don't know, the show's about a ship that's in space that people are taking a cruise, basically, in space. Wally kind of Yeah, idea, it's yeah. exactly It's the Wally thing, only this time they're not escaping Earth because Earth has no natural resources. Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but they're on a ship basically taking a space cruise, and uh, at some point something happens where you know 5,000 people end up like the anti-gravity gets taken away 5,000 people get slam up against the ship and it directs it off course whereas a uh, normal trip would have been I don't even know how long the, the initial like trip a was two week cruise or something like it that three hour, being, three hour tour three hour yeah, three tour, hour tour yeah, yeah. ends up uh, the, the course that they are now on because of all of this different stuff is now three years and everything so if they had gotten in there where Zach Woods was going around to compartments and we started get, hearing all the people story stories and and everything i guess they they want worried that there wasn't any there wouldn't have been any conflict if that was the case like they there wasn't an overreaching conflict if they didn't go ahead and yeah, knock them off a, course yeah but um but it would it would be nice if like maybe at the beginning something sort of seeds that idea that they might maybe it maybe it doesn't require the anti-gravity thing to happen just yeah. something else has happened where somebody's misread a chart or something and they're or going there's a, off there's a set on Google Maps that you clicked on accident? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google Maps. Why not? So well, is- you know, what's what's interesting is, and I, you know, we're, we're rewriting the show at this point, which is fun, um, but there are actually two big things that can drive dramatic tension in the pilot. Uh, one is going off course. The other, I guess this is spoilers, you know, if you're going to watch the show, but the other is the only guy who really knew what he was doing dies, mm-hmm. right? So why not just do that in the first episode? Don't don't get them off course or let them know that they're off course yet or something, you know, but give them something where it's like, oh, what do we do? And then you can save the other thing for later. I don't know. It just yeah, like they could have, to- they could have, yeah, exactly. They could have made the, there's one woman left who's an engineer who knows what's right, going on. Right. Well, make her just as clueless as everybody else right yeah and nobody knows the course this, is off this yeah. sounds like a mix between star trek voyager and the love boat yes <laughs> you of, got it you got it of, so yeah. do you think they're just gonna like follow different characters doing different like like so far now I'm, it's only been two episodes right like, yeah like i'm saying it's a re- i'm recommending this because it's funny so far but yeah so far the two episodes have all been about what are we going to do oh, okay. to make the the gotcha. course to correct the course where we are not out here for three years and then of course everybody's got their little picadillos and everything that they like to you know pick on there's this one woman who complains about everything even when everything's yeah. all right now everything's going crazy so she's yeah. the basically the leader of this you know yeah and everything but and then hugh laurie is hilarious and um cool uh, but uh, in jo- I mean, like I said, Josh Gad, Hugh, Lair- Hugh Laurie, and Zach Woods are all great. So yeah, good stuff. And now, Danae, you need to talk about the Orville. Okay. And I guess I'll talk about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't know. <laughs> I would recommend mm-hmm. the Orville. All right, moving on. <laughs> there you go. Did I do? Did I do it justice? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we gave the woman her opinion. Now let's yes. go. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Thank you for having me on your mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about? You know, I am going to talk about stickers. This is the last call for stickers, y'all. You have just like right now today to go and claim a sticker. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because we have behind the scenes stickers. It was a swag thank you for filling out the 
survey, for just everything. And um, I've been telling you guys to get over there on the newsletter. And um, I've been communicating all of this through newsletter and Twitter. But I know there are some of you that just haven't had a chance to do that yet. I don't have a ton of stickers left, but I would love to mail all of them out and not have any left at all. That'd be kind of a cool thing to do. So yeah, so my plan is uh, the first week of February um, to compile the mailing list and then get them mailed by the second week of February to every single person who signs up for a sticker. I I only have 200, so I can't do like everyone who listens because there's a lot of you guys, but I'll do as many as I possibly can. So head over to our official Twitter, which is CinemasinsBTS do that. If you can't get on Twitter, you can send an email bts at cinemasins.com and we can get a link to you. Even if you sign up for a sticker and you don't get one, I'll at least have a list of people who wanted swag. And the next time we do something like this, I can come back to you guys first and say, hey, we're doing it again. So at the very least, even if you're like, oh, there's probably not a chance I'm going to get one, please let us know anyway, because I think it'd be just really fun to continue to do giveaways. This first giveaway is to like 200 people which is so cool thanks to uh cinemasins for letting us do this because you know we had a plan and sometimes you do giveaways it's like you know we have one cool thing we're giving away and this time we got to do 200 and we're mailing them all over the world and we've got people that are in um germany and australia uh one of them is going to new delhi so you know we're going to be mailing these bts stickers all over the world that's just super fun for us the new delhi down on the corner no no the old it's it's actually across the street from the old delhi the other way Oh, okay, got yeah. it. So just glad to clarify. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to let you guys know that that's still an option. This is kind of the last little moment to to get engaged and get involved. Um, but my next goal is to do a, another giveaway when we get to like 100 reviews on iTunes. Oh. So I'm keeping my eye on that. And we'll Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. What are we at? Uh, we're like at 43 or oh, something. Oh, that's, that's cool. So I think we don't have as many like physical written reviews, but we have star rev- you know reviews. So That any, counts, like, right? Ratings. Yeah. Ratings. Ratings. Yeah. yeah. Rate so, and review. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah. If you can rate and review, like just write a little bit of a blurb, that's actually a really cool way for us to get on some other charts. Like both. Uh, I don't I don't know. I, I just saw this the other day when my uh, chart information came in, but both Behind the Sins and Sincast are in the top 100 uh, US, I think, uh, film, film reviews. Review podcast uh, category. And so. one of the ways that we do that and, and get on other recommend lists is by reviews. Uh, it is your fan power and your excitement for the show that really puts us out on different platforms. Your excitement for the show has allowed us to have some sponsors start to be interested in the show. So, I don't know, it's just kind of fun. We just started, like, what, this is our 32nd? Yeah. 31st, 31st episode yeah. this week. So it's not like we're at it for over 100 or something crazy. So anyways, we're just really excited and I'm really uh, appreciate all you guys for all the love that you show us. It took me about 15 seconds after you said, I want to talk about stickers to understand what you had said. I I thought you said Tiggers. Uh-huh. And I was like, are we, like a Winnie the Pooh thing. Hell yeah! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, no, no maybe she said, maybe she said yeah. Snickers, and right. she wanted to talk about candy. It's and probably because so, I'm congested. She, she felt like, today feels like Snickers really aren't talked about enough anymore. Right. She yeah, wants, to, she wants like, that to go up the candy chart. And I was like, what, did she say Chiggers? Yeah. You know, like oh the god. Bug? Like yeah, I was like, I, I can talk about those too. <laughs> no, no, oh, please okay. don't. Pimple popping and Chiggers is too much mm-hmm. for one episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, I think Jonathan. I think you are it. Oh, 
Oh yeah, you uh, you took mine, which I'm actually glad because I can talk about this other thing. Because there's a couple things. Uh, I, I knew I should have let you go first. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, no, I'm glad you talk about this. Although I don't know that I've ever been negative before in this spot, but I am going to be today because this was very disappointing. But I watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh no, and you didn't. Enjoy have you it. seen this? Right. Oh, I'm so glad you've seen this. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you in the same boat as me? I like it. Oh, you did like it. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. Good. <laughs> You got both sides. It it Kevin Smith is now doing this thing where uh, I I know I, I mean I I've heard some stories that he's told, but I don't know the whole thing, and I don't know how much this was involved with the studio thing. But I know he's doing this different thing with the way he tours his movies because mm. I mean it, the way he gets his movies out there, like he tours with them and things like that, and then they did Fathom events and stuff like that. So my guess is he has a lot of control over these. Like mm-hmm. he's not having to take answer to notes or he's getting to do whatever he wants. I feel like I felt that in this movie mm-hmm. because I really I almost wish somebody could have reined him in like just a little bit Mm -hmm. because there's just there's i don't this god this movie's all over the place Mm -hmm. i felt a little bit of that during what's the the walrus one tusk tusk Tusk. i felt a little bit of that during tusk yeah and that and that's a very different i mean that feels very kevin smith in parts but this is him jumping right back into the universe yeah um he's wearing his heart on his sleeve in this movie this movie is for his fan um and and I get that. And I, cause I don't even know if you haven't seen at least the movies in this universe. I don't know how you would know what the hell is going on. I mean, this would, I mean, I think you have to have knowledge. Yeah. Of but clerks I, and I just don't rats. know if there's very many people who would, would watch this, would that, watch this without those, that knowledge. Um, now, I will I will preface by saying this movie is very stupid. There are yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean it's I mean it's it's not like I'm not sitting here recommending it based on it's the funniest comedy I've seen in mm-hmm. forever or anything like that. But there are so many just moments in here that just end up just striking me very funny in this. I mean, and especially certain cameos that come up in it. Um, yeah, the the silent Bob cameo, the the person who is playing silent bob in the reboot which i don't think has really been given away in mm-hmm. in you know outside of people who have seen the movie because they even show that scene on you can find that scene on something but they don't show him mm-hmm. uh that was a really funny yeah there's cameo. there's it's one of those comedies where there's just enough in it where you're like okay i can i can get along i can go along mm-hmm. with this and there's some there's some moments obviously that aren't very funny at all and they it gets really stupid yeah. and sophomoric and everything but like for the most part like i i was like it was like every five to ten minutes or so there would be something that made me laugh so i was i was good with it yeah i i didn't laugh that much for about an hour and then i think towards the end i started laughing at some things more and i'm not the hugest fan of jay and silent bob strike back although like it, i like it better than this mm-hmm. Um, but um, there's, in fact, there's one great scene where uh, uh, Jason Muse is talking to uh, uh, Harley Harley Quinn Smith mm-hmm. plays a character in this. Uh, Kevin Smith's daughter, Jason Muse's daughter, is actually mm-hmm. in this movie too. As a, as she's really young though, and she is adorable by yeah. the way. Um, but um, there's a scene where Jason Muse is telling her uh everything him and silent bob have done mm-hmm. over however many years it's been yeah and it's like it's just so funny when he's telling it like mm-hmm. just the stuff they've done like we met god she looked just like alanis morissette yeah we saved the world and you know <laughs> yeah 
And uh, and then we went to Hollywood another time because this whole thing is they're going back to Hollywood because there's a reboot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one of my things with this though, there's it, it, there's some stuff at the beginning where scenes just go on way too long. Like there's a scene with uh, Jason Lee comes back as Brody from Mallrats, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where there, although that was kind of funny that he had a comic book shop in a mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like nothing else is open. Yeah. But uh, they're talking about the difference between reboot and remakes, and like that scene just goes on forever. And then and then also another thing about it that bugged me was and this is a lot of the time with parodies like this is that the movie kind of has to become what it's making fun of Mm -hmm. and that's a really tough thing to do and i don't think this necessarily necessarily pulls it off i do think jason muse is like giving his all in this movie and Mm -hmm. i think he does a pretty good job yeah i did think it was pretty funny too um i don't know i don't think this is a spoiler but because i think you can actually see part of this scene but kevin smith plays himself also in the movie yep and he actually does that in an interesting way. Like at first, I thought they were going to go one way with it. Like he was just going to be like this a, a just dickhead, mm-hmm. you know. But they kind of do it something different with it. I love when he comes out though. <laughs> he has like his own theme song. Yeah, yeah. It's like the it's Kevin Smith, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah the uh, that's the same music that plays on his podcast. Oh, is that what? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was really funny when they do all that with him coming out and then he's just you know doing his thing. There's some actually like the 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 part that that sort of tipped me on the side of really of, of liking this and everything is that there's actually some pretty good so-called dramatic moments in this there is too. there is they oh, set up interesting they that's set up uh they set up a good uh relationship between muse and and harley quinn smith in this because she's playing i don't i don't know if i want to spoil all yeah that, but, i yeah i wasn't gonna spoil that but part. uh but th- there's some moments in there uh between those two that are great and everything and uh and i i thought this would got back to you know even though even though i'm not a, as big a fan of clerks 2 as kevin smith is kevin yeah. smith loves clerks 2 over the original clerks yeah. which i think is wrong but the clerks 2 at least had some some dramatic oh, that, the prison scene. moments in or the it jail that, scene, yeah. that sort of made it uh, a little bit more than your average you know bullshit stoner s- comedy yeah stoner comedy and everything so uh this has it has stuff like that in it too so i think it, it was elevate it's definitely better than yoga ho Posers, which i haven't and, seen uh and but the, i'm sure it is although know. and they but they 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 and they make fun of like every kevin smith movie yeah because they actually the yoga hosers uh even though i haven't seen it uh i did laugh at the at the part of that where the people that like yoga hosers or whatever oh, they yeah. were in the crowd you mm-hmm. know um but yeah no but yeah I, this is this is this is the yeah, the kevin smith parody movie basically so you even more of a parody movie than strike back was yeah and uh and you do have to kind of know kevin smith's all of his stuff to really enjoy it and i think most people who watch it will so yeah i've i've read both i was really curious because i hadn't read much about it i don't even know if i'd seen a trailer to it um when i watched because they weren't showing trailers from the theaters or anything um but uh yeah i just i don't know i just i was a little disappointed i didn't laugh that much and um harley quinn smith i she's fine i i don't think she's a bad actress or anything like that and she seems like the coolest fucking person Mm -hmm. on the face of the earth so i don't you know i don't want to disper say anything disparaging about her but I don't know. I just wonder if they had like a like a I don't I'm trying to think of somebody around that age. I was about to say Vanessa Hudgens, but she's older. But I don't know if they had somebody else a little more established. I'm just 
curious mm-hmm. if that would have played off because I love I love one of the things I've loved about like Dogma even and uh, you know Jay and Silent Bob I love seeing Jason Mewes play off like Chris Rock and you know people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and like you know people like that I love seeing him do that because he does he does he actually holds his own a lot of the time mm-hmm. and it's really entertaining to watch and uh, but these are very it, it's it you know it's weird I was just I don't know I was really I was pretty excited to see this because these are characters that I've enjoyed a lot over the years and um, I I love this kind of Kevin Smith. I mean, this is the Kevin Smith movie I fell in love with. So, Because mm-hmm. um, Clerks is still one of the greatest theatrical experiences for me ever, even though I was in that really dingy Franklin Cinema mm-hmm. theater where you could smoke. Do mm-hmm. you remember that mm-hmm. one? And most people weren't smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could drink. Cigars? Yeah, they were smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. And not and, ma- and maybe... maybe Swisher Sweets? And probably something that rhymes with Smack Smipe. Um, but uh but yeah no i was i was a little disappointed in it but you're right it has its moments um and i'll probably watch it again <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i'm a i'm i'm a i punish myself with things. well it sounds like a light worn and yeah uh, yeah light yeah recommend basically mm-hmm. yeah. so that's that's good i think that's a good balance and you can uh it's available like anywhere to rent now so i think you can stream it and, and i think but it's mo- not free I don't the think. movie itself speaks to something that's pretty cool about this era of fandom which we think about toxic fandom and certainly there have mm-hmm. been a ton of negative things with that but there's also this other side where stuff can be just for the fandom and the thing about going and touring it you know and with fans and stuff the idea that you know somebody can find their people that love their stuff and just present it to them that's kind of a cool part of what technology has allowed fandom you know to kind of be uh, there and there and there is there like a lot of the a lot of the references seemed a little obvious you know some of the cameos and stuff but there is a cameo of of two people from chance out of strike back uh, do you know what i'm talking about when they're when they're uh they go to the, like they're at the convention and there's the two people that say wait I've always wanted to say this and then they mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah that was that was that was really genuinely yeah, funny I re- yeah that was, I was like awesome. how are you gonna bring them back you know like yeah. that, was, that was but I mean like once again though if you haven't seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back you're gonna watch that and be like what yeah yeah but uh, yeah and nobody is better I don't think there there are very few people that are better than uh, than act, than playing to their fans than Kevin Smith like he and, yeah loves him his and fans. him and Muse is he so. So, so yeah, so I, I think that's kind of that's, cool. that's the thing about Jason Mewes. Like I, I don't I don't know if I've really seen him in anything else other than playing Jay. But like he's so I mean that's I mean regardless of whatever else he's done, like that's that's a that's like one of the most iconic characters in film as far as I'm concerned. We uh, and he's also a really good guy. I mean we, we met him. Yeah, we we interviewed him. Yeah, um, I guess that was two years ago at uh, uh, Wizard War. Was it Wizard? Yeah, it was Wizard. And he had a bunch of Something he had a bunch like of projects, but um, but. But uh, yeah, I to, before that interview, I went and looked for a bunch of Jason Mewes and Brian Halloran uh, movies. And Brian Halloran's been in a million, like mm-hmm. you know, very low budget movies that you haven't heard of before. And I think Mewes has too. And I found a few of them mm-hmm. and watched them and everything before that interview. But uh, but yeah, they they're not generally in mainstream movies or anything. But no. they've had a lot of stuff. Yeah, because he did. I know he did a movie with Paris Hilton because he's talked about that before. Or Jason Mewes. He's mm-hmm. talked about doing a movie with Paris Hilton before and how interesting that was. Yeah. But uh but regard like I said, but I mean Jay to me it's 
I mean, that's about as iconic as it gets. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it's just crazy. Uh, some little indie movie that costs like twenty five grand that they've you know been in this many yeah. movies together yeah. and created this. And I, I don't know that they get the respect that they probably deserve. But yeah, um, yeah. nice. Well, that's going to wrap it up for behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed. Go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. Uh, you can hang out with us on Twitter. We are at Cinemasins BTS. Uh, personally, I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae says D E N E says and he is at sam loomis 13 so for jonathan watkins today hughes and myself we'll see you next week thanks for listening send any feedback to behind the sins pod at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe or message us at twitter and be sure to visit cinemasins.com Our processors have a whole bunch of knobs on them, and then the board has knobs on it for each channel. And the too. mic, the mics have knobs and the behind mo- them. Yeah, and so everything is like if you tweak one thing, it's just like you have. It's all this manipulation. Mm-hmm. A lot of tongue action. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of tongue action. There, uh, yeah, <laughs> your every, store was really popular. Every Monday, wasn't it? <laughs> every Monday, they're always polishing knobs. I just, I, yeah. don't, I don't know yeah. what they mean by that. Polishing knobs. And then yeah. I found out they literally meant they were polishing knobs. Mm-hmm. So I was very yeah. confused. Yeah, we worked in a door store. I mean, that's yeah. what mm-hmm. you do all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hey, I, and and you clean off doorknobs too. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And you come unhinged. Yay, I yeah, I did it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you get blowjobs. That's your best yeah. shot. <laughs> that's your best shot at a sexual door pun. Is you no, come unhinged? No, no, I wasn't going for sexual at all. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, what does a door do? There are hinges. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you will become unhinged. <laughs> There was a um, a rub and tug that was on Eighth uh, and Eighth Avenue for, oh, yeah, for, sure. for the longest time, and there was a, a sign that said "parking in rear." But what there is rub and tug? What kind of a company? It's a massage is that? parlor. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a colloquial phrase for a massage place that also does other they things. They have like uh, they weren't called the rub and tug. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I literally <laughs> thought you were talking that the business was called rub and no, tug. No, it I was, was probably called out. Mistress Anne's or something like that. Like, I was thinking like a dog grooming. There was place, like. Or? This was like eight or nine years ago. There was like 15 or 20 places busted in Murfreesboro. We just had a bunch of places busted in Springfield, right? That was just a couple years ago. Silly putty? What would literally be called rub and tug? Nothing. (laughs) Still trying. A place where you'd get rubbed and tugged. Uh, Maybe a place where you oil ropes that are used for tug of wars. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Super important company. (laughs) Weird transition, but I finished Servant this weekend. Yeah. How did you feel? um, Oh, I like it, but you said you wanted to talk to me about it after I was done. Yeah, because I have feel you, like you, I wasn't... Have you seen Servant? Okay. Well, I won't, I'll try not to spoil yeah. anything, but I feel like I, I wasn't ready for it to be like a TV show where it's like, oh, we're going to leave you hanging and s- stuff may happen next I don't know what they're... And, well, that's the thing. I wonder, is it going to be like a straight-up anthology, or are they going to follow that crew? If we're done with this crew, okay. I don't think it resolved hardly anything. Like, well, no, I don't... That's my thing. Is like I was I was waiting for some big reveal or resolution or oh I have whatever. A, I think it told its story. Yeah, you maybe. don't. I I mean, I, I, not well, satisfactorily. I have me. I have other questions about things that happened before that though. Yeah, because of what? Because I was like, I'm trying to think how to tiptoe around this. You should watch Servant, Chris. It's good. <laughs> I haven't even heard of it. It's it on. It was on. It's good. on Apple. Uh, oh. but it's M Night Shyamalan. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, I have heard of it then. Although he didn't. Um, he didn't really do any of it. He, he just he, produced he, it. He directed a couple of. Yeah, I think he Uh, (laughs) I had forgotten he He didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, he did. 
it's like creepy baby doll and then it turns into something else and, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it turns into something else and it i don't know it, it's interesting and it goes back and forth but um i'm trying to think of how to well we could talk about it in more detail i guess alone but i was just thinking about like um, when we're polishing knobs later we can talk about it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But, wow <laughs> wow all well, right there's okay i've got a box of them to clean oh okay, uh, good yeah good. yeah i did um, not come here to any polish <laughs> i just wanted to let you know <laughs> i've been cleaning all week mm-hmm. i'm done cleaning i'm not prepared for that task there was a lot of things at the beginning that all of a sudden didn't make any sense. Yeah, Does that's that what make? I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was curious what your reasoning was. I was curious what your uh, issue with it was. I didn't know if it was like more from the uh, religious angle or I didn't. I or just no, the, the no. I like matter. that stuff. Okay, cool. it, it was more of lots of great foreplay, but not a lot of payoff. Yeah, for me, and it doesn't mean that it didn't try to answer some questions. Yeah. It just didn't feel like you know I didn't have a showgasm at the end. And then I watched the first episode of The Outsider this weekend, which was really good. I love The Outsider. I've only seen the first episode, but that was awesome. Uh, and I haven't read the book, oddly enough. I haven't read the book, but I've seen all three episodes, and man, that show is good. Okay, cool. Good to know, because I did like the first one. I love Ben Mendelsohn not being like... Right? Ben, not being Ben Mendelsohn. So Have you watched good. it yet? No, I haven't. Oh, you should check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's HBO. Um, and then, I saw, I've seen uh, trailers. Yeah. So it's Jason Bateman's. Yep. Yeah, Jason it's based Bateman, on a Stephen King novel. Yeah. Um, which, and like I said, I, that's one I haven't read yet, so I don't know where it goes, which I'm kind of happy Have about. Have you watched Avenue 5 yet? No. Yeah. That's on my list, but I haven't started. I, I it. like it. I've, I was looking at uh, uh, IMDb though, and people seem to be shitting on it. Yeah, it. There is something about it that feels half done. Yeah, to me, like it, it feels uh, like weirdly rushed. I think it's hard to make uh, the show he's trying to make there. Uh, well, especially when Seth MacFarlane kind of j- is already making it too. Mm. Like you know, it's it's interesting how much it plays in the same sandbox of what whatever Seth's show is called. I, I the yeah. Orville. Yeah, the Orville. You know, it's kind of playing in the same sandbox as I, the Orville. I hate that I'm have never seen Veep, but for the longest time, I didn't realize it was the same guy that did yeah. in the Loop mm-hmm. because I love in the Loop. Yeah, uh, I mean, and he did. I guess that Death of Stalin. Yeah, Death of Stalin. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. This is different because he's not doing that political theater in this. It's just it's it's more broad than what he's. Normally... Is Josh Gad good? That was kind of yeah. A, he's a, pretty hilarious. He's, okay, he's great, great, great. I love, great. I, I, I that was love a bit Josh of a turnoff Gad, for me. Man. So what? Yeah. I don't dislike him. He just, I don't know. The guy, weird in that the role. person for me is Zach Woods. That guy is always funny. The, he's uh, he's in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in, in he was in the yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, and uh, he was in uh, he was in uh, uh, Veep, and he was in. Yeah. Um, the, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's got a great delivery. Yeah, there's there's my favorite joke of the the pilot episode, uh, which I won't spoil here for anybody who hasn't seen it. But it involves uh, Hugh Laurie speechifying, and then at a certain point speech a different way and uh, oh yeah 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 I, that slate because i noticed it mm-hmm. before they brought attention to it and the the way they played that joke was just so perfect yeah and yeah <laughs> i just wasn't expecting it you know yeah did you watch enterprise when it was on yes one thing i didn't like about that was no that no i didn't it felt well if you did watch it you might i don't know it it, it was it was supposed to be at the beginning. It was when they right. launched the yeah, first ship, and um, but it didn't. But it never felt like that. It felt like they had already been in Starfleet for like fifty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really like corporate. Yeah, 
And it was just like you would have had like it would have been stuff like that where people were trying to figure out what they needed to do and how they needed to act. And meeting aliens would have been different. It was like Downton Abbey. (laughs) Yeah. But in space. I mean, they did do a couple interesting things where like one of the one of the crew members, like as soon as they go to like the first planet with aliens, he fucks an alien. Mm. I mean, but then that was played more for humor because I think he got pregnant or something. That was dumb. Mm. But uh, (laughs) dumb or amazing. I think so. Yeah. Dumb or awesome. That show did get better as it went along, but the it was it was pretty rough yeah the times. female in the room is like no that's fine guys can you pregnant we can we yeah, can uh, let's talk about we that can tur- we can take turns on mm, juniors, that juniors uh actually if juniors I... a true film right yeah yeah, yeah. It is. yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's a sequel to something that's funny mm-hmm. before like, we, we get going i have a question for chris mm. do you ever want to play dungeons and dragons with me uh depends on a lot of factors uh, what, okay. what do you mean? The, the answer would be yes. I would great, play perfect, wonderful. That's all yeah, I need. <laughs> yeah, I would play Dungeons and Dragons and have played Dungeons and Dragons in my Did life. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, played it in high school. Okay. Um, the they I it was the first time I ever played it, and somebody got mad at me because of something that I didn't do, and we almost got in a fight over it. Oh, uh, so it's been a while. Yeah, we got in a almost like knock them out, drag them out fight until cooler ha- heads prevailed. That's wow. and it was stupid. That's a- it was stupid. My character, sure. like I think I my my character had unusual strengths and qualities from my my dice roll and everything, and uh and then like halfway through it this guy friend of mine i mean we you know he's like uh i think uh i think chris's uh character needs to pray to his deity or he's gonna lose his powers oh and you i'm like, a paladin and i was like i don't know yeah and uh <laughs> and i was like i was like how am i supposed to know that i don't I actually don't even think i said that i right. think i just went right into what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> right right and then and then and suddenly it was like almost like coming to blows over this and i you know you know in your head while that's happening that this is stupid right this right. is dumb but at the same time i'm a channel right my that's rage right What's the one where you're a werewolf or something? Do you know what that is? There's a lot of different ones. You mean like LARPing? Were you in the no, life like, running yeah. around? It, yeah. No, it was like Dungeons and Dragons, but you... It, it was the, I'm going to look what, it up. The Teen Wolf, the role-playing game? Yeah, it was something... Oh, man. That I does actually going, sound familiar. I remember, I remember in this, the 90s but. that there was this... I mean, it may still be a thing, but uh, it might have been called Lycan or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, but... Uh, uh, oh, Wolfen. It was called Wolfen. It was called Wolfen. Yes. I, I didn't find it. You didn't find it? Let nope. me... I'll look it up. Wolfen is also a Albert Finney movie from 1981. Oh, is it? Yeah. About Native American werewolves. Wait, mm. did you just pull that out of the ether? That's what Jonathan does. Yeah, no, I do know... I mean, I just recently rewatched that movie, so that's kind of why it was in my head. But yes, I know years. I don't know why I know years. My husband Everybody does knows that. random things. I yeah, just know years. My husband does this with baseball stuff. Yep. Like stats for baseball. We'll yeah. be watching a, a whatever. Uh, Chris can do that. And and he'll say, oh, wow, they haven't done this since this year. And it was this game against these people. Oh, and by the way, this is the album that came out that same year. Yeah. And and then like a beat later, the actual people on the TV will be like, wow, that hasn't happened since. Justin, you need to get paid for this. Like, <laughs> And I wish, I, I wish I'd kept that to myself in my neighborhood because I don't remember how this started, but I don't really drink. and I don't drink. and uh, But we go to neighbors' houses and they do and my wife does. And my wife thought it was funny to tell them that I could do this your thing so now every time we go to one of these things they're just like hey jonathan hey uh mm. you know no country for old men I'm yeah like, yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> the I way am, i would i am, I am not, not a yeah i'm yeah. not a monkey yeah you will not make me dance <laughs> 
What do you think about the the uh, the growing cock movement that's going on right now, where they're showing uh, penises now all the time? Normalize the penis. Yeah. 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 yeah especially flaccid. See, ones. I'm like, I'm like, like strangely happy about this. <laughs> I think because I think it should be equal. It. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> and yeah. it hasn't been for the longest time. And it's yeah. like you know, it's, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's, weird. It's just it's the super, body parts. It's super. I think it's like just very like what religious sort of our you know our country is kind of started with really religious people who were very against you know everything had to be very pure and covered and sensitive and all this stuff so I think like but it was okay to marry like 10 year olds that was cool yeah that's uh, fine we don't want to show penises oh yeah because you could own you own people that are women and children yeah. oh yeah it's cool to own people yeah but, mm-hmm. but don't show them naked no mm-hmm. don't show them nude nope <laughs> Die Another Day also has one of the worst openings in a Bond film and it's got that Madonna song and it's got you know is that well no world is not he, enough is the hot air he's balloons, getting like right? tortured at the beginning of Die Another Day yeah yeah, that's right. And then it's and then it's like it's not your typical Bond opening. And then it goes into that gonna die another day, you know. And it's a horrible. <laughs> it's one of the worst <laughs> intros to a Bond film ever. Is it, that the one where he's like naked and they're like smacking him on the ball sack? No, that's a Daniel oh. Craig, yeah, that's one. A Craig one. Uh, that's um, the first one, right? Isn't it Skyfall? No, that was very uncomfortable. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You have no idea what that feels like, Danae. You can't talk Speaking about it. Speaking of which, <laughs> and, the, and the pilot of The Outsider, Neither though. Neither you. You don't know what that feels like. <laughs> well, that's true. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I love uh, when Jonathan and Chris are in the same room talking movies. And for Danae and I, it's basically like uh, that scene in Strangers on a Train of the tennis match. Just watching back and watching you guys <laughs> <laughs> throw facts at each other back and forth. Yeah. It's amazing. Only what? Ads. And what? Isn't it Strangers on a Train where they go to the tennis oh, match? Oh, yeah. yeah. Strangers. I think it's they're Strangers. The, for some reason, I heard Stranger Things. At, and I, I did. Like, I just I felt my head. <laughs> Going they're back at the U.S. Forth. Open, and and the one dude is just staring at. Oh, it's such a great and, shot! And everybody else is going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, such a great that's shot. That's one of my. That's one of my top three Hitchcocks. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're all in the room together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah hi. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. What's hi. Up? How's it Hello. going? What's up? Hey, hi, Jonathan. Hello. Hi. hi. <laughs> oh, by the way, since I don't feel good, I can totally do that girl from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like, yeah. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea Freddy. Freddy. That's uh, and you know that's Jordan Peele's wife or right mm-hmm. girlfriend, yeah, wife, yeah, wife. wife. Not only do you know all facts about movies, you also know the tea. It's pretty amazing. The what? The, the tea. tea. I don't know what that means. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I follow the words of Melania Trump. Be brave. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's really deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You can tell because yes. she's mm-hmm. like a yeah, exactly. well. She's yeah. got such depth. She does. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Danae, what about you? Well, what? <laughs> anyway, I want to know more about Danae's opinion of Melania yeah. Trump. I'm ready. Do we really know that much about her? Like, I don't even know that I know anything about her. Uh, that's why it's funny to say she's a well. Right. There you go. There you go. Okay. Her, her, real, her real quote was, be best. I, I, didn't know, I, didn't know, I didn't know if you knew, like, she... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know if you do like she was in like Michael Vick's dog ring or something. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> be best. Yep. That's gotta be a t-shirt. Be best. <laughs> Sounds like one of my quotes. That is. That's mm. what, we were gonna make a t-shirt of that yeah. thing that you said. That live was, life and do stuff. Live life and do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be That's best. Exactly right. Yep. Speaking of penis. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 